Valley. A su nombre. Give him the glory. A su nombre. Give him the glory. All day, every day. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it go How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode <laughs> nine. This uh, is Nameless Servants. I am Jay. You are L. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, brother? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's well, right on cue, man. That's, that's how I'm doing right now. Allergy season is hitting me hard. Oh, my Lord. Let them know about the weather. Bro, the, <laughs> the weather is what it's supposed to be, man. The weather is gorgeous. It's beautiful. I think it should be. It could be. Uh, oh, my God. I can't even speak. <laughs> I think it should be a little bit colder, right? Because I think like yesterday was like 29 or 27. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was warm. Right? It was oh, warm, yeah. man. Yeah. Oof. Yesterday know? was really warm. Yeah, I, Bro, I just want spring that's just give me the 18 to 16 that's is that too much to ask for yes <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> also don't get the reference my the guy over here and i were just discussing about these these twins called the hodge twins yeah, the hodge on twins. youtube eat whatever that <laughs> <laughs> you want to eat Dude, those guys are hilarious yeah they're actually really funny they're like I was telling you, they they kind of rebranded, so they're, they're like, they're like I was telling him that they're like this conservative, like hillbillyish, um, black, half black dudes, with like blue eyes. They just they they kind of changed it up a little bit, I guess, because of YouTube, yeah, yeah. right? YouTube rules and all this stuff. They oh kinda really? To, oh. Yeah, I guess they were too. Um, what's Rated R. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're too vulgar. I guess you can say. Oh yeah, because they have like um. They have a website or some other type of site where, uh, mm. <coughs> where they have like their stuff recording, where it's just like yeah, like full out rated R or uncensored or whatever. Uh, yeah, uncensored, unfiltered, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I used to like I was telling him I used to watch those guys religiously. Like mm -hmm. they just make me laugh. I was showing my wife one time a couple of clips I just saw on YouTube. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing. They're just so funny. <laughs> Gotta check the foam. <laughs> Get that blood in the muscle. You gotta yeah. squeeze the muscle. <laughs> and you take this the mayo off because we cut. <laughs> we cut. We cut. <laughs> These guys are cutting cut. for like ten years. <laughs> but so I miss their workout videos, man. I thought those those were like the most funniest ones. They were pretty yoked back in the day. Yeah. They're not as yoked anymore, but I guess because like age as well, right? They gotta be in their forties, mid forties yeah. by now. I'm assuming. And maybe like, yeah, maybe their priorities have changed and maybe like they're not. And I, I remember too, like one of the videos they were saying like, hey guys, yeah, this is one of our workout videos. Like we don't really tend to do them anymore because it's like the same thing over and yeah. over. So like, what do we really have to talk about now, right? I think that's like, that's all like these fitness people, right? They they plateau, right? Like they get to that point where it's like, what else can you really talk yeah. about? Because everything, everything that needs to be said about fitness and everything, yeah. Has already been said. Like, like it's we already seen those exercises, right? Unless it's like new, 
like uh, never before done type of exercise, then sure. But everything's been seen, has been done. Yeah, and it's it's on there, man. <clears throat> yeah, like what what? I guess the the new popular thing is cold plunge. Oh, the cold plunge. Cold plunge and and sauna and all yeah. that stuff. Oh yeah. I would actually love to do the cold. I want to do. Plunge, I yeah. want to do a cold plunge. Like I see those. Uh, think it's on ig where they have like those commercials where it shows like this little device mm-hmm. looks like something that you can store away or whatever but you just fill it up with water and just ice it up and just dip in there right yeah i i would love if i ever had enough money i would definitely buy a cold plunge but uh they are from what i've heard they're very expensive yeah i guess you could do it in your bathtub but it's not i guess it's not the same right because you yeah. you'd have to, you'd have to get a lot of ice just to fill up a bathtub but yeah i want to try it i haven't i don't know Anywhere in the in our area, the KW area, that would have one. I, I wonder. I wonder if the like the cold water from like the shower itself is that cold enough, or does I it have to be so. ice water? It has to be ice. Oh. So I, well, because they use it, they do it in their American whatever system. So that I always see them that they say that it has to be like below twenty Fahrenheit, which I'm assuming I think below twenty is zero Celsius. So it's got to be really cold. Yeah. Yeah, because. Yeah, you can't go below that because then it becomes ice and then you're not going through anything, right? Yeah. It has to be like super cold. Like yeah, your body has degrees, to yeah. freak out. Yeah. Freak out. Freak out. Well, it'd be, cause it'd be interesting because like say um, the beaches right now, it's definitely not like beach weather yet, right? To go oh, swimming. No. But um, that could be a quick way to do a cold plunge, I'm sure, because that water must be cold. Uh, when I was younger, I went to the beach a couple times for Victoria Day. And we try to go into the water, and yeah, it wasn't happening, huh? No, <laughs> bro. I don't know. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> like, there's no even if it's even if you have a couple thirty plus days in there in between there. Yeah, it's not gonna do anything. It's even if the day itself is like super forty hot. degrees, yeah, you know, no, yeah, no one's going in that water. That water is way too cold. Right. Even l- they say the best time to go to the beach to go swimming is like September. Yeah. Because the water has had all summer long to to warm, to up. warm up, yeah, and then that's that's the perfect time to go to the beach. But for the most part, like like whenever we do really go to the beaches and stuff, it's the water's still pretty cold, fairly cold. Yeah, it sucks too because like June and July, those are like prime times kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? But Did um, even like uh, in August, I would say. Um, have you been to Tobermory? No, I've never been there. Man. I heard it's beautiful. Yeah, you gotta go, man. Tobermory for me, the best time to go. If you want to swim, would be August. August. Because it's it's still cold, but not as cold as like July or June. <laughs> How far is it from here? Three hours, give or take. Ooh. It's yeah. a trip. I'm not doing that trip with kids. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, there's some closer spots. Like Sarnia would be pretty nice to go there. It's only two hours. Bayfield, that's like two hours as well. Nice spot as well. Bayfield. Yeah. Did you hear how they changed the rules now? Like now you have to book ahead of time, like two forty-eight hours in advance to go to the beaches now, like provincial parks. I'm not surprised. Yeah, they're probably trying to yeah control it now because I don't know. Maybe people like abused <coughs> or abusing the system or staying too long or I don't know. Well, I don't know if you're like I don't know how you feel about the whole COVID situation, but like just last week, uh, the World Health Organization declared that. COVID is no longer a, a threat. Oh, really? Yeah. We're so finally an endemic? Yeah, apparently it's it's over. Oh, so it's just what? Considered as just a normal cold now? I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Fair I don't enough. know. Does, do people really care any, anymore? 
yeah, last night it definitely didn't seem like anyone cared. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. people know where you were at. Yeah, man. Went to see the Jays game. We won, and it was like the fastest game in the world, man. I look at my clock one time. Look at it a second time. It felt like the game was done in a half hour. Yeah. Eh? It, like when you said about the the pitch clock. Yeah. Yeah. Like it didn't register to me until like you said, and because it didn't exist before, like you said, right? No, it's a brand new thing. Brand this new year. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's good or good or good or bad for the the, the game of baseball, but uh, like I was telling um, my friend over here, I'm not a big, I'm not into baseball as much as I used to be. Mm. Like I was really into it when I was younger, uh, but I guess with age, I've kind of like lost interest. Even like I, I'm a hardcore, like almost diehard Raptors fan. Yes, but even that, I've sort of fallen off. Falling off a little bit. Yeah, we're a not. Bit. We're not in the good stages right now, man. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, going back to the Jays game when it finished, uh, myself and the other two Knicks, we decided to go check out the the Leafs. Right, man, that place it uh, police was everywhere. You know, the horses were out, man. Like, yeah, the, the preparations for riots was definitely there. I, like Tons I of people, man. Like it, like definitely, COVID is no longer a thing. That <laughs> like I was telling, you, I was surprised they didn't riot yesterday. Mm-hmm. Leafs yeah. fans are hardcore. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah, they're no joke, man. And they 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 lost that game and they lost a series yesterday and yeah, people were not happy about that. Uh-huh. But it is what it is. That's sports, right? Like, yeah. like I'm not too happy that the Golden State Warriors lost to the Lakers yesterday. But no, true. I hope Denver just spanks them. Yeah, man. Go Denver. Shout out to Steph Curry, man. This guy putting the whole entire team on his back. No one showed up to help him out. Yeah. Not even Clay Thompson, and it was game six. You think it's... Game th- six, Clay Thompson. What happened? You think it's the end of that dynasty? Um, I don't really think so, man. Like, these guys are still in their early 30s. Well, Steph Curry is 35, right? He's Jordan, 35? Yeah, and Jordan was winning championships when he was 35, so I think they're still, like, in the right age kind of thing. And even with that, like... I'm pretty sure, sh- like, with all, like, the advancements in, like, health sciences and conditioning mm-hmm. and strength training and all that, like, I'm pretty sure these guys, well, bro, look at LeBron, man, <laughs> right? If he's still doing like, these guys can definitely still do I don't think age is a factor for them. But I will say, <laughs> Jordan Poole. Bro. Um, don't get me started with that guy. Yeah. This guy gets the ch- uh, get, he gets the chip and he gets the big paycheck and then what happened? He disappeared, man. Like, th- he's supposed to be next man up, like, the yep. next big. The next big thing, like, he had a breakout year last year, and he was killing it. Like, he was coming up clutch. Now this guy's just, he just got trigger happy and just shooting dumb threes, making yeah. dumb plays on on yeah. the floor. Draymond Green, Butterfingers over there. Like, none of them were playing well, man. Kevon Looney was playing good uh, the last round, the last series they played. But I guess he was, I, I don't know if he was still sick. Or I don't know what was going on with him, but... It's just surprising because again, it's game six. Like it's a must win for them. Yep, they should have. They should have won. They should have. They shouldn't have lost that series. They're a better team than the Lakers for sure. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that's not me being biased. It's just the fact that I don't know what. I don't know if changes are coming to that team, or I don't know what's going to go. What's going to happen to that team moving forward? But um, they definitely need to like. They need to do something because. And they uh, definitely need another big man or some other type of big man. <laughs> I think, honestly, they need to get rid of Draymond. And I think so, eh? Yeah, Draymond and probably get rid of Jordan Poole. Because yeah. I think Dr- Jordan Poole, he's got an ego now. 
and that that's gonna hinder him from being that guy. Mm. He got his check, he got his money, he got his ring, so he doesn't really care anymore, right? So he's gonna. I think they're gonna have to move him, and they're gonna have to move. They're gonna have to move on from Draymond because I know Draymond wants that big contract too. Yeah, he wants the big pay, right? And he's not that guy. Yeah. He's he's good at defense. We'll, we'll we'll give him credit where credit is due, but. Um, yeah. I think he th- he thinks more highly of himself than he anything else. He definitely does, man. And I know he's like super close <coughs> to LeBron, and I don't know if that played a factor with how he played LeBron or even AD. Who knows? Because there is like I saw I saw a report a couple weeks ago that saying um, that Draymond requested he asked permission to go to go see LeBron oh, break right. the record to be at that game. Yeah. And then the Golden State Warriors are like, Nah, you're yeah. not going, bro. Yeah, what is that going to say to the team kind of thing, Yeah. Right? But, yeah, man, I don't think for a guy who, like, averages, like, a triple single should be asking for a big paycheck, man. For a guy who just stands around and passes, right? While Clay and Curry just run around until they're open. Draymond, Draymond <coughs> reminds me a lot of Pascal. He's a good he's a good third option. He does more than, obviously. He's a good third option, Draymond? You think so? I think in their heyday, yeah, he was a good third option, because it was Clay, it was Steph, Clay, and then Draymond, right? Because he was their like defensive anchor. Yeah. He's their defensive guy, right? He was he's a good playmaker. Uh, I think he, the thing that's always um, been the biggest, uh, what's it called? Uh, the biggest thing that that his biggest flaw on the floor is his shooting. Oh yeah, his inconsistency in shooting and yeah, he's not a scorer, man. No, no, not but at all. He, but it, like he does have those moments though. Like I think was a game five that he scored like twenty, and he had ten boards. Like yeah, like he he can. He but has those I moments. Like he has the he has the potential of doing that, but just being consistent, man can. <laughs> yeah, know? and if you're not into <coughs> into sports, we apologize. It's just where the conversation went, right? But um. Yeah, it's 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 weird how I feel like the NBA is rigged, and I know this is the conspiracy theorist in me coming out, <laughs> and I know I sound a little bit crazy, but I do feel like in one way or another, a lot of sports are rigged, right? They always want the like LeBron got his 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 record, so now I feel like the NBA is trying to get him his ring at the same time. You think so? Huh? Yeah. Jeez. I don't know. LeBron's like that guy for them, right? So. I'm hoping Denver Denver has Jokic and Jamal Murray. Yeah, Denver is a very good team, man. Very deep team as well. Deep team. So I hope they just murder them cuz they just exposed Phoenix. And Phoenix had Phoenix had a lot of power. They got Devin Booker, they got Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul. I mean Chris Paul was injured, but yeah. Still classic Chris Paul, man. Classic CP3. Always, Always. get into the playoffs and then gets injured. Always. I don't know why KD thought of going to the Suns, man. Knowing the record of CP3 of always getting injured, man. Always, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Always in the playoffs at the worst timing yeah. where his team needs him the most. He just – apparently they're talking about they're going to trade him this, this summer. I don't know if, if that's even an option with his huge contract. But I guess if he was traded to Phoenix, anything is possible. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's done, man. He can't do it. Because even during his Clippers days, they would get to the playoffs pretty deep in, gets injured. When he was with the Rockets, it was like game seven against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. They were they were that close to beat them, right? To yep. pursue it on. But again, he got injured. 
game over. Yeah, I don't know, man. And then th- he's not he's not getting any younger either. No, he's yeah, he's either he's like 37, right? He's got to be <coughs> He's got to be in his he's in his late 30s for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's got to be in his late 30s. So, but shout out to the Miami Heat, man, for closing it out and Jimmy Buckets, man. Jimmy Buckets, he's one of my favorites. I love his competitive his competitiveness. I love his just his his tenacity. He just mm-hmm. goes out. He works hard. He plays hard. He plays with both ends of the floor. Yeah, his three's not as consistent as it should be, but you know he gets it done, man. I hope I just ho- a clutch man. Oh yeah. If 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 I've never been a Miami Heat fan like that, and I never will be, but I I, I want Jimmy Buckets to get his ring. Yeah. I don't want Kyle Lowry to get a ring because then it's kind of like a look what I did without you Raptors kind of thing. <laughs> but I want Jimmy Buckets to get his ring for yeah, sure. He definitely deserves it, man. If not, this, these are these are these are my last. I think it's gonna be Miami. No, I think it's gonna be Boston. Oh, you're gonna do your predictions right yeah, now? Yeah, it's gonna be Boston, Den- the Denver in the finals, and it's Denver in five. You're saying Boston and Denver for the finals. Boston, yeah. Denver, and Denver in five wins the championship. Mm. You think Boston's going to beat the 76ers? Is that game tonight? I think so. Yeah, they're going to beat them. Sixers choke. They always choke. <laughs> and I think if they lose this year, then they got to they got to make some moves. I don't know, man, cuz like it seems like the Boston has been choking up as well. Like Jason Tatum has been shooting bricks kind of thing, but I know the last game he actually came up clutch in the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. Cuz I think the first half he was like 1 for 9 or 1 for 10. Wasn't producing at all, but then in the second half, I guess this guy just exploded. With and that's a good thing because Boston <laughs> needs this guy to, to show up. Because if he's the main guy, Th- I, that's <coughs> my. What's your prediction? My prediction. I'm gonna say. Um. It's a toss up for me between Miami and 76ers against Denver. That's what I'm gonna say. If the Lakers make it, I'm going to be so upset. Yeah, man. I'm going to be upset. I used to be a diehard Laker fan when Kobe was on there. Mm-hmm. As soon as LeBron went to the Lakers, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done. I'm out. As soon as LeBron went on, and as soon as AD too, man, Mr. Glassman himself, AD. My, my buddy would always tell me, he's like, yo, if LeBron was on your team, would you still cheer your team? I'm like, nope. Sorry. Really? Even if he was on the Raptors, I wouldn't cheer Raptors? for him. I would not cheer for him. Nope. Sorry. Maybe if it was in the Raptors. Bro, imagine if Bronny gets onto the Raptors. So then LeBron's like, all right, I got to go join my son on the Raptors. Here's my take on Bronny. And this is not to bash on this kid because he's <laughs> obviously still a kid, right? But I think he's overhyped. You think he's overhyped? Overhyped right? because he is LeBron's son. Son, yeah. Because he wasn't even top 20 in his tr- in his, uh, in his his class in high school. Oh, as a player? As a player. So in high school, you're supposed to be dominating, right? And if you're yeah. not dominating in your high school level, how are you going to dominate in the college level? Yeah. Because LeBron bigger. for sure was dominating in his high school. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, they were champions too. It's it's unfortunate because they get um, they get uh, this pressure from the outside as well, which is I don't think it's there's any merit for it because just because your dad is quote unquote the goat doesn't make doesn't mean you're gonna be that good, right? Oh for sure, man. It's it's t- it's tough to try to supersede or at least try to match at that kind of uh, pressure or expectation, right? Yeah. Because even Jordan's kids, man, none of them got to. I don't even think Jordan's kids got to NCAA level type basketball. <coughs> I wonder yet. <yeah. coughs> I think maybe one of his sons did. 
I think you're pretty close to um to some kind of league, but never to actual the big leagues, obviously. But what what kid from that comes from that kind of that kind of uh, standards is able to match it or even exceed it? The only one I can think of is Ken Griffey Jr. Well, I can tell you right now, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, but his dad wasn't like he wasn't good like that. No, but he's definitely surpassed. Del, <laughs> Del, Del, Del Curry was good. He was good. Like he played, I think, easily ten years in the NBA. Yeah, ten to fifteen years. But he, he wasn't playing with the Raptors. As well. He wasn't that good. No, nah, he was just a three-man shooter. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, the, but that's what I'm saying. Like someone who's like who's really really good. Oh, already has a legacy in the. Already has a legacy, cemented like uh, top ten and whatever. There's not a lot of those. Yeah, I can't think of anyone right now. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, something to think about, right? Like It'll be interesting to see, like, all these 90 kids that um, from that era, right, uh, coming up and seeing if they can actually surpass or be as good as their, as their, as their fathers. This is a perfect segue to what we want to discuss today. Children, where do they come from? Fathers? you need a father (laughs) but you also need a mother mother and what time of year is it it is mother's day oh yeah oh yeah eat whatever the (laughs) (laughs) yeah so on this weekend we are celebrating mothers mother's day man so we thought we would discuss our mother's because we've discussed our fathers a lot so far. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Show a little love to the mamas. Yeah, man. Moms get need to get a lot of love too. Yeah. So it's a special weekend. Uh Mother's Day is tomorrow, Sunday, May fourteenth, I think. Fourteen or fifteen. Today's the thirteenth, so May fourteenth. Oh, fourteen. Wow. Yes. We are celebrating the mothers out there. Now here's my question to you. How do you feel about about these um, unofficial holidays, like Mother's Day, Father's Day. How do you feel about it? What's, what's your stance on it? Uh, I feel like it's good to have like a day of recognition, right? yeah. a specific day kind of thing for them, um, to kind of celebrate them as, um, as they should be, right? Because they do a lot, right? They sacrifice a lot. Um, they're the caretakers for the next generation right so they're the ones that can be setting up for their children for success for the future to come mm-hmm. right um like are you saying like should it be like an official day off kind of thing or no it's just like how do you feel about it because you know there's people that like they go through the whole year without talking to their parents or whatever and the mother and then mother day comes around they send them a text or a call and it's like happy mother's day blah 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 oh yeah, yeah. how do you feel about that yeah um when I used to work in long-term care, like, yeah, Mother's Day, like, um, we would make it a big deal uh, for the home in general kind of thing. Try to try to make sure that we can get people to either sign cards ahead of time or make some kind of video ahead of time or just mm-hmm. do something. Usually a lot of visitors would come by, but for the most part, yeah, like, it'd be what you pretty much just said. <coughs> Where they haven't been in contact or seen each other for, for the entire year. And then... That day that they come by and like, oh, it's Mother's Day. We gotta, we have to, right? Yeah, like kind of like pretend, like everything's good, everything's 
fine and dandy kind of thing i don't know if about pretend like each situation is different but i know for sure like those who are living in a different country or different city like i think for them like they need they want to make that effort because it is mother's day that like um aside from the i guess christmas holidays or birthdays kind of thing like they need to make the effort to get down there one way or another but there is the case as well too that what you're saying there is that side of the story as well that i've seen for sure yeah i don't know like i guess to each their own like my dad always says everybody shows uh love differently uh me personally like um i try to not only express my love but show my love to m- my loved ones so like whenever i i try to call my mom at least once a week because obviously i don't see her so as often yeah do yeah. you do you send text to her i'll, I'll text her or I'll call her once a week. Are you guys like a callers or are you guys texters? I don't like calling. I'm not a big, I don't like talking on the phone. It's not <laughs> my thing. She does. She enjoys it. Um, so I do, I do just like, I just call her mm-hmm. because I know that's what she likes. Because <laughs> my mom is the, is not the kind of person like I'll text her and she's not the kind of person that sends one text. She sends like five to ten. And I'm like, my phone is just blowing up. Yeah. Bunch of texts coming in from my mom. And I, like, that kind of just, I'm just like, just send me one big text. Like, why do you need to send 10? <laughs> Especially one time she did that when I when I was trying to sleep. It was like 1030 at night. And I forgot she was out and we were trying to plan for something. And she sent me like 12 text messages at one time. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> something's happening. Something's happening. And then I just check my phone. And yeah, just why like, is my phone blowing up? <laughs> it's, it's just her like, oh, uh, hey, how are you doing? text uh i was just texting you to let you know another text that you know this and that text that <laughs> blah 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 another text text i love you text god bless you text emoji text i'm just like Ugh. <laughs> yes mothers man yeah they're, they're extra like that man. yeah that's, they that's are. how they show their love does man. your mom text yeah she does text yeah is she uh like my mom sends more than five or yeah, I think she's something similar to that as well. Uh, we can't really call each other unless we're on like some kind of Wi-Fi. Mm. Well, unless she's at on Wi-Fi because um, <laughs> she has a chip from Guatemala. <laughs> oh, okay. oh my god! <laughs> so uh, her phone's always on airplane mode, but at least the Wi-Fi is still usable, so she still can use WhatsApp and still go on her social medias and other mm-hmm. um, other type of stuff that she wants to use it for as well. But the the messaging is nice, like. <laughs> especially if i'm away from home working i would always get a message in the morning and in the evening saying like just like i love you you know god bless you hope Make you have sure a great you're brushing day your teeth. yeah <laughs> like all that's all that stuff the mothers do right yeah when 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 you're local do you see your mom every night like for you? the most part yeah 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 because i either pick her up um well no i do pick her up i pick her up or i see her already at home if she has her day off kind of thing so here's a question are you a mama's boy or are you like a daddy's boy or neutral? That's a good question because I, I don't know myself. Yeah, because um, I guess my relationship with my parents is kind of different where I'm not so much engaged with them when it comes to conversation or just uh, getting to know what it's like to constantly be talking kind of thing mm-hmm. and gestures. Um, and just <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I'm trying to improve the way that I communicate with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, again, um, just learning and realizing how others communicate with their parents. Um, 
I say like, man, that's like a beautiful thing. I want that, right? But I also know that um, I have to put my part into it to kind of make uh, make our communication a little bit better. So whether it be me actually engaging in the conversation or actually paying attention, because I do that a lot, man. Yeah. Like I remember sometimes when like my parents would be home, I'm there, like we're having a meal. They're talking, having a conversation, and my mind, bro, is just like somewhere <laughs> else. And then they're like asking me like, and then I'm like, Wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> You're a pilot mode. Yeah, man. I just, I just go off. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I was, I'd say, um, my relationship with my parents is good. Um, I, I, I don't call my dad as often because my dad is, uh, he's not a talk on the phone kind of guy. I got that from him, obviously. <laughs> nice. Um. So, like, whenever I, I call him, it's just like, hey, dad, or, hey, I call him Pops. So, I'm like, hey, Pops, how's it going? Oh, it's good. How's your week? Good. How's <laughs> Straight yours? Straight to the good. point. <laughs> and then he just stayed quiet. He's like, you want to talk to your mom? Sure. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. my conversation with on the phone with my dad. So, it's like, um, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with my phone on the phone, with my dad on the phone that's lasted longer than two minutes. Mm-hmm. It's just straight to the point. Yeah. We're just straight to the point. Whereas, like, uh, if I'm having a conversation with him face to face, then it's different. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's more conver- conversationalist. He's a conversationalist in person. In person, uh, not on the phone. Right. So, um, that's my my relationship with my dad. Like on the phone is different than my relationship with my dad is face to face. Um, my mom is both. She's conversationalist face to face, and she's conversationalist. Uh, on the phone. I wonder, um, I know we're supposed to be talking about moms real quick about the father. I wonder mm-hmm. if your father, like, did, when he was in, um, Guerrillas? Yeah, in La Guerrilla. In La Guerrilla, sorry. Um, when he was in that, like, I, I assume they probably, they probably used a lot of radios. Uh, yeah, I think so. So, like, radio systems, like, as I learned now, like, it's been, like, you don't spend all the time on there, right? No. It's just very quick to the point, you know, Roger, over, over. Like they just cold, cold, like quick, quick kind of thing. So maybe that's where that's a good that question. Comes from maybe that's a good question. I'm gonna say no because when <coughs> my dad, my dad tells me all the time that when he mo- when he first got to the states, my mom was still in El Salvador. He said they w- he would talk on the phone with my mom for hours. So I guess maybe it's just like maybe he's he got desensitized to to talking on the phone because he spent so much time on the phone with my mom back in the day. Well, that's different though, because like. Like, I, s- I assume when, like, when you were going on with your wife, like, you guys would probably spend a lot of time on the phone, because no. usually when you... No. No. You guys didn't talk on the phone a lot? No, we would text. Oh, mostly text? Well, yeah. We did, like, every now and then, did call each other and just talk on the phone, like, every Friday night. Not every Friday night, but some Friday nights, we, re- we would call each other and talk to each other, like, late at night, but uh, she's not good at talking on the phone, and neither am I. <laughs> no way. So... Nah. Nice man. <laughs> Even with my wife, like now, whenever I need something, like I'll call her and just be quick. Hey, do you need this? No. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Just hang up. Straight to the point. I like it. Yeah. There's not a lot. Th- we don't. Like when I was working afternoons, I would call her when I was on my breaks. But uh, it's not. It's not like we were like fully having a huge conversation. It was mostly like. Um, like FaceTiming so I can see my son back then. But uh, for the most part, like, we're not, we're not talking on the phone kind of people. Mm-hmm. We're mostly text, Snapchat, that kind of thing. But um, 
Yeah, my mom, my mom's different. My mom is, is very, my mom loves, like, my mom loves talking. She, like, criticizes my dad all the time because she's like, your dad loves talking, but she just, she loves talking just, just as much, much <laughs> if not more. Yeah. And whenever I go over to their house, it's just like, she just goes off. She's just talking, 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 talking. And it's just like, I'm just, like, kind of listening to her and just letting her say whatever she wants to say. And that's just how it goes. My dad's the same way. Like he just lets her talk, mm-hmm. and she just she just goes off, and and then once she's done, and then you can put your two cents in, and then and then yeah, whatever. That's how a conversation goes with her. Did this ever happen to you, um, for moms that let's say that she's working kind of thing, but you're at home like all day for the day kind of thing? Does she ever like call home just to be like checking up on you kind of a thing? No, <laughs> no, eh? No, that's never. something that my mom would do on the regular. Yeah, like. Uh, like uh, as a kid or as a teenager like it was so annoying but like again right that's the love of the mother right there yeah. right just checking on her kids just wanted to just see like hey how you doing everything okay right? yeah there's food in the fridge if you get hungry right yeah <laughs> no <laughs> can you take out the the, <laughs> the fish for me so it defrosts when i come home to cook it you know <laughs> no my mom my mom actually never did that no yeah no it's weird like no she never did that like well, did she check in at all when she would be working, and you'd be at, and you and your fi- and siblings would be home all day, kind of thing? No. Or would she just contact like Steph and be like, "Hey." Well, back then there was there wasn't so she didn't have a cell phone. Oh right. So there, there was like. But not even like the company phone. Was there like a public phone that they would yeah. use? Yeah. But no, she wouldn't check up on. It. I guess she was just comfortable enough to know that we were, we were fine, and mm-hmm. if there was like a situation, I guess, that we would just find a way to to get a hold of her and whatever mm-hmm. but f- for the most part like she my parents have never been those those kind of parents to like check up on p- check up on us i guess you can say hand gestures um but uh yeah no i can't really think of like uh, i guess if we were sick and she was at work she would she does that now actually like she this week actually she she texted me almost every day this week just asking how my wife and my kids were because my wife and my kids were, have been a little sick under the weather. But, um, no, nah, no, she never, she never did that, mm-hmm. which is weird. Cause my mom was like, uh, how do you say it? She was an overprotective mother. Overprotective? Overprotective. Like, can you give me an example? Uh, like, my mom was, my mom was one of those, like, you say anything negative about my kid and I'll <laughs> bite your face off kind yeah. of thing. Mama bear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Activate. <laughs> very, like, very hardcore. Like, my mom was like, don't touch my kids kind of thing. Like, yeah. um, like if you, like, my mom is nice and everything, but if when, as soon as you, like, say something negative about one of us, it's game over. I remember, too, like, uh, yeah, same for my mom as well, man, like. Um, any type of situation that myself or my brother would be in that um, that would involve someone else kind of thing, like she wanted to figure out, find out kind of thing. Like, I remember one time, <coughs> oh my God, um, I had this girl over, right, and um, oh. at the house, right? And I told her kind of thing, like, hey, sh- we're, we're just studying kind of thing, right? Well, of course, at that time, we both had a crush on each other. Mm. Long story short, um, it came to a point where... Um, she just didn't like. Wow, she wow. just didn't like. Yeah, she just didn't like the way that uh, she was looking at me, kind of a thing. Yeah, she's getting right? flirty. Yeah, she was getting flirty, right? And me being like, 
um i wouldn't say clueless like clearly like i know what's going on kind of thing so mm-hmm. i'm doing it back but not when she's around but of course this girl like did not care right <laughs> 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 yeah, so it came to the point where like when she finally went home kind of thing and we were done my mom right away told me like like <laughs> in spanish of course but she was I essentially would say like man don't ever bring her here again if i see her again i'm gonna grab her by the hair <laughs> and and put her on the f- and like on the road and just drag her face on the road <laughs> she like, yo, <laughs> relax man yeah because i did not like the way he, she was uh talking to you or treating you right there wow yeah right? my uh, mom's is like that right <laughs> i always tell my wife that because my wife was like i don't even want to think about when the kids start day i'm like it's gonna happen right I guess dads are more a little bit more lenient in that in that sense, um, but mom, I guess it'd be different for boys. Well, my dad was he his number one rule in the house. Well, not number one rule, but one of his rules in the house was like no females over at all. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, shout out to my mom for having not my even dad. visiting. Yeah, n- not even like unless he was there present. Um, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Kind of thing. Right? Oh, you meant like in general, like zero girls. <laughs> oh yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Like unless it's like no. families kind of thing, or no, yeah, yeah, or if they were present, like as you know, it's I like, think any it's a Christian thing, any right? Christian household, or like it needs to be super. If there's gonna like be that. girl, or like someone of the opposite sex, someone has to be home at the house. There's yeah. absolutely no way that you're allowed to be home alone. Yeah, it doesn't really matter if you if you've grown up in a Christian environment. Like you have these, we all have these tendencies to uh, go against the teachings. I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know what the, I hope it's not picking it up, but that's a weird sound. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to the SM. What, how do you say it again? The what? The SMAR. SM. ASMR. Dang it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, that was a, that was a, that was a rule in my house. One thing I did that I, I did differently than most, than my siblings was, I never brought any girls that I was interested over to my house. Oh, yeah? I never brought girls over unless I knew it was very, very serious because I didn't want my parents to overreact to the situation. So I think, actually, Kimberly is the only... Well, I just said her name. But my <laughs> wife my <laughs> wife is the only, the only girl I ever brought home for my parents to meet. Right. Because, like I said last time, I, I already knew she was going to be the one I was going to marry. Right. So I knew right away that my parents also saw like how our relationship kind of started and evolved. So um, it was easy for me to just bring them over and kind of thing. Um, But before her, I was never comfortable bringing any girls over, even if they were like, quote unquote, friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just just something I was not comfortable with. Were you allowed? I was allowed. Yeah. I was allowed to bring girls over as long as someone was like present. N- my parents were present, or whatever. Right, right. I just never did it because I just I didn't want to be like bringing girls in and out of the house and just like I didn't want to be um, giving my parents reasoning to think otherwise. I wasn't like um, I didn't. I I wasn't like how other guys. Like I wasn't like a. How do how do you even say it? I know back in the day, like the phrase was player. I wasn't a player. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like like I liked girls. Some girls liked me back, but it wasn't like I. You would jump from girl to girl. No, I never did that. And I like I told my wife I've never been the guy that just like hits on girls. I would never did it. It's just like something I was not comfortable doing, 
like I was just myself. Like I would flirt, obviously, and like talk to girls. Like I was never afraid to talk to girls, uh-huh. but I would never like hit on girls. I just thought, I thought it was classless kind yeah. of thing. I, I don't know if that makes any sense. Does it yeah, make sense? It, was, it just wasn't your thing, right? No, it's never been my yeah. thing. Like I've never been that kind of guy that goes out of my way just to hit on girls. Yeah. Like I never did it, never done it, and probably n- won't do it. Because it's just not, it's not, it's not, it's not my who nature. you are. It's no. not your DNA. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that too. I've seen plenty of guys who were all about like flirting and being a player kind of thing. And also guys who are just not about that too, right? Yeah. I th- yeah. Like, I don't know if it was um, for them. They're just, it, it's just, they didn't really focus on like, they're mostly either focused on like their studies or, or just being with the guys or, I don't know, right? There could be many reasons, right? Yeah. And everybody does like, but everybody's different, right? Like yeah. some some dudes are perfectly comfortable just hitting on girls. Yeah, they don't have to think about it. Me, I just I it's just not it's just not in my DNA. I guess you can say it's not something that um, I guess yeah, I'm just not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't want to give off the wrong impression. Like even now that I'm married, right? I try to avoid um, just like. I don't want to say I try to avoid having conversations with the opposite sex. I just, I don't want to get myself in trouble kind yeah. of thing. And I don't want, like... You want to be sure, like, someone else is there with you or at least your wife is there with you. Yeah. And even then, it's just, like, for me, having, a, like, a quote-unquote friendship I, with a, the opposite sex is just, you got to, like, tread caref- carefully. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Because you don't know other people's motives and you don't know yeah. if you can fall into that temptation so i try to avoid it as much as possible yeah. even though with my job it's kind of hard because now i'm yeah customer focused and uh, it's, if it's a female it's got to be you gotta there's gonna be a female right, right? Yeah. i have to interact like yeah. there's no if ands or buts about it like that's my that's what my job calls well the nice thing is that it's strictly business too right yep 100 percent business so you know you kind of have to like kind of form your your friendship or whatever whatever you can call it with your customers mm-hmm. because it is very customer based uh a business career so i have to try to go out of my way to i guess make these people happy right oh, yeah. business wise yeah so it is what it is i know we kind of got away from the original topic but um <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes right so going back to mom <laughs> going back to mom <laughs> so yeah. yeah shout out to our moms for uh it's always being <coughs> protector or watch you over, right? Yeah. And being uh, prayer warriors, too, or warrior prayers, however you mm-hmm. say it. Right? Because uh, I'm pretty sure for your mom and my mom, like, they're always praying for us, man. Each and every single day, right? Always praying for the young ones, always praying for a lot of people. It's difficult now, like, now looking back at my life, it's difficult now, like, how... um I guess used to not seeing my parents very often, I've caught into, like, kind of desensitized to it. Because before, like, even when I was actually living at home, um, I wasn't seeing my parents very often because I was working 3 to 11, 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. And they were strictly mornings, day shift, right? So So they go to bed really early then. So when they're going to bed, I'm still at work. Yeah. So when I got home, they were sleeping, and then yeah. obviously I was getting home right from work. So and I was, and when they get up, like you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I wasn't seeing my parents at all. Yeah. 
the only time I would see my mom during the week was when we were doing sh- uh, shift changeover where we were working at the same place. I worked uh, at the pork factory where she works. I worked there for six years. And that was the only time I would see my mom when we were doing this, this shift changeover. So sh- she was working days and I was working afternoons. So the only time I, w- I would s- I would see her five minutes every single day. So I took a, I made it like my personal goal to at least make some time to go say hi to her, right? Yeah. Just to be like, hey, how, how, how's your day? How are you? And so I would like walk over and I'd talk to her for a bit while she finished doing whatever she was doing. And I, people started criticizing me at work. They started calling me a mama's boy because I would do that. And I would, I, would ha- I would explain it to them. I'm like, listen, this is the only time I get to see my mom. <laughs> if my dad was working here, I would do the exact same thing. Same, same thing, yeah. So, like, you can call me a mama's boy all you want. I know I'm not. Because I'm, I'm from, like, from me, and between me and my brother, like, my brother's the mama's boy through and through, right? Right. Um, but I've always, if I have the opportunity to go say hi to my parents, I will. I'll take that chance. Yeah. 10 out of 10 times, right? So people started criticizing me. And even now, when I started this new job, like I told you, uh, we were servicing where my dad works. So we would finish quickly up with doing our work, and I would tell the guy that was training me, hey, man, I'm going to go say hi to my dad. He's like, yeah, man, no problem. So I'd walk over, and I'd say hi to my dad, just seeing him work. And my uncle works beside him, too, so i just kind of, like, have a quick five, ten-minute conversation with him, and then, then I would go be on my way, right? But... Like I said, people criticize me, but I always feel like you need to, like we were talking about this last time, right? How we need to um, show our loved ones love and express it and, you know, take advantage now that we have them, right? Yeah. Because they're, the day will come when they're gone or you're gone, whatever the case yeah, may we be. We don't know what's happening in the future, but yeah, it's kind of take advantage of the day of in the moment of sharing that time with them, right? And mm-hmm. especially now with uh, Mother's Day being tomorrow to really show that appreciation, right? Because I don't know about you. I don't know if you're very um, show appreciation to your mom, but I don't think I show enough mm-hmm. as I should because, um, yeah, I recognize that she does do a lot, right? Through and through, right? Things that I don't see, things that I don't know about, right? Yeah. Days where, like, I'd have a late night, I wake up the next day, she really have, like, some kind of pancakes or some kind mm-hmm. of... Uh, um, breakfast for me that's already made like um, or just uh, doing little things I wouldn't really know about or, or or really think of that it's like man like it's just the love of a mother is like it's, it's a beautiful thing an amazing thing yeah now that I'm like I'm a, I'm a dad myself like the amount of help my parents have given us like through our hard times so yeah. far like they've always been there to support us like to really show like you know, support goes a long way, not just saying you're supporting someone, but actually showing them that support. Uh, it really does go a long way. My parents have been have been there for myself and my wife and my kids through and through, through the hardest, through the through the easiest. It's just, it's you know, it's funny, like, it's funny seeing the transition between mom and grandma. Mm. You know what I mean? When mom becomes grandma. Yeah. Because right, my mom was... My mom was super loving and caring, but she was very strict at the same time. For sure. Like, very strict. For sure. Like, my way or the highway kind of, that's how my mom was, right? Now now seeing her as a grandmother, it makes me laugh. Because I've seen my nieces and nephews just slap my mom in the face, and my mom kind of just take it. Yeah. 
Whereas if I would have done that or my siblings would have done that, bro, it would have been game over. <laughs> Bent over the knee and pop, 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 oh, pop. <laughs> game, bro, we wouldn't have heard the last of that. But now I'm seeing her as a grandma and I'm like, whoa, <coughs> how things have changed. Yeah, man, the tables have turned. Huh? Oh, yeah, man. This is the way she so much. <laughs> I don't want to say <coughs> I don't want to say love and compassion, but just the patience now, the patience level that there is with, with the grandparents and the, the parents. It's crazy. Well, even with, like, she probably now understands, like, her grandma's point of view, right? Because, mm. I mean, her mother, sorry. Yeah. Like, her mom, she's been your grandma for the longest time, so kind of observing that, how she's been with you guys kind of thing. So oh, my grandma. So she's in, like, those type of... Uh, my grandma was not, was not, is not the same kind of grandma that my mom is. Oh, no? No, not even close. Not even close, eh? I love my grandma. She's super sweet when she can be, but she can be super mean at the same time. <laughs> super mean. Savage. Like my grandma, like she's she's a lot nicer to me than she is than she was when I was a kid. For if real. that makes any sense, she doesn't. She says I'm always lying every time I bring it up, but she was she wasn't she wasn't that nice to me when I was a kid. <laughs> so now she's a lot nicer. Like my I love my grandma to death. Like shout out to my 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 mama Maria. Yeah, shout um, out to mama Maria. But she 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 has changed a lot with me. She's she's a lot more sweet now with me. Um, I I love going over just just chatting with them sometimes when i have um but she's she's not the same grandma that my mom is in the sense that mm. my mom is more loving right more loving than she was but I, different eras right that's true yeah that's true maybe it was yeah something that she was never taught or or known to do kind of thing in her generation and for your moms it's something that's completely different now right having that blessing of having grandchildren to actually, you know, just know that it's no longer like her responsibility to make sure, sure that they are c- correct or they're being responsible or they're being polite and all that. It's just now she can kind of sit back. You guys do that work and she can just enjoy her time with them, right? Yeah, it's easy, right? Because yeah. now like she doesn't have to worry about like, you know, waking up at night if the baby's crying, whatever the case may be, yeah. right? They're, they're just there to see, like we were talking about, the good yeah. of the nietos. <coughs> Right, they don't have to see the bad. bad they don't yeah. have to take care of the bad because they have to deal with it. <laughs> it's no longer their responsibility. They right. they're done. Like they've been done, right? So, um, I think it was for whose birthday? It was one of someone's birthday, and my daughter was like running around and she hadn't had a full nap. So my mom picked her up and and she was like kind of dozing off in my mom's arms. And I was like, and it was like six o'clock, and I'm like, don't let her nap because then she's not gonna sleep at night. Mm. And my mom was like, oh, I can't do it. I'm like. Don't let her nap. She's not going to sleep. She's like, fine. Then I walked away like 10 minutes after I came back. My my daughter was just conked out in her arms. And I'm like, you let her sleep? She's like, she's like, she just looks at me. She's such a serious look. She's like, let her sleep. I'm going to take her to my house after. And if she's up all night, then I'm going to stay up with her. I'm like, be careful what you're saying. Like, because I will, I will take your word for it. And you're going to have to deal with her at night. She's like, I'll take her home. I don't care. I'm like, fine. So she let her sleep for like an hour, and then she took her home. And I think my daughter like fell asleep at like nine o'clock. Uh-huh. But like for my mom, like that's that's her happiness. She loves having her her grandkids over and just you know her being. I guess it's like a nostalgic thing, maybe, where she gets to take care of the nietos, mm-hmm. right? And my parents have uh, eight nietas and nietos. So total, right? Total. So five girls, three boys. Who's uh who's the first one? The first one was uh my younger sister's daughter. Nice. 
I don't want to put the names out there because I don't know how they feel about it. Yeah. So, the, but how was that like experience for your mom and your pops? Oh, it's complete. That's where everything changed. Yeah. That's where my mom started her like her uh, her role as a grandmother. Yeah, her role as because my parents wanted grandchildren for for a very long time. Right. So a lot of us became parents. Like we all became parents later on in life. Hmm. So when my my sister got pregnant with with my niece, uh, my parents were just over the moon so happy because they, they wanted nietos for the longest time especially my mom she would tell she would tell everybody that she wanted to be a grandma but she hadn't got the opportunity and she was praying on it like you said women of prayer so she was praying on it just hoping that one day uh one of us was going to be able to finally um, take that next step in life and become parents right so um my niece was around for like two or three years i think until the next one came came and then from then on, it's like one after another, one after another, one after another. And now they have eight. So they feel like super blessed now that they have so many nietos, nietas. Uh, my son was their first nieto. So my my son is the one that started the whole boy boy thing. Right. So it was my son, then another boy, then another boy. And then my daughter was the last one. <laughs> my daughter's the, 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 bam, the baby of the family the from both family. sides. From both sides, right? Eh? Oh yeah, true, true. From, from both sides, sides. Yeah. yeah. From my from my my side and from, from my wife's side. side. Yeah. Yep. So she must get a lot of love and attention. Oh man, she, she gets so much attention at church. Oh, she's spoiled, crazy. Man. She gets more attention than than any other kids I've seen. Um, my grandma. We were talking about my grandma, right? Yeah, my yeah. grandma always has always had va- favorites. My mama Maria. So it was my mom. It was my little sister, and now it's my daughter Camila. Her 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 favorite. She she could care less what's going on with my son. She just wants to know what's going on with my daughter. <laughs> every time. She's like, where's the baby? Where's Camila? <laughs> what's going on? What's happening? <laughs> she's like, every time I'm leaving, she's like, oh, cuida la niña, cuida la niña. I'm like, we cuida los dos. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, she just doesn't. Can't be ag- just be the one, man. It's got to be both, you know? She doesn't acknowledge my son at all. Like, Ouch. not not to say that, like, they don't love him. It's just, that's her, like, she's so focused on my daughter for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why my daughter but she's just laser focused on her for some reason. It's just funny. I don't know how how that yeah. happened. Was like um was your grandmother for when it comes to you and your siblings? Like did she treat uh, the way that she tra- treated you? Was it the same with uh, your brother? Like did she treat your sisters differently? She treated my little sister different. Like the way she is with my daughter Camila, that's how she was with my little sister. Interesting. Yeah, she yeah, was like maybe your grandma just loves the <laughs> the late. Um, I used to say that my grandma's wife. sexist. She hates men. <laughs> if she could be a feminist, she would be a feminist. She does not like men. Your your mom's has uh, brothers as well or sisters. So my mom has a younger brother, and she had an older brother who passed away uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. After my my uncle passed away, my grandma kind of took a turn for the worst, I guess you can say. Uh, her she hasn't really been the same ever since then. Right. Just the way her way she thinks, uh, the way she she's very nostalgic now. She's always thinking about the past. Mm. Um, she's she's, I guess that famous saying, right? No parent wants to bury their children, right? Yeah. So that kind of had a really negative effect on her, unfortunately. Um, but you know. That's life, I guess you can yeah, say. That's life, yeah. So you got It's those moments that happen, unfortunately. Yeah. So my grandma hadn't been to El Salvador in like 10 years, I think. And then my, my, my uncle passed away. 
because he was the only one that was still left over there from my mom's side. And, um, yeah, she, she, it was bad for her. It was bad for my mom. It was bad for my grandpa. Um, it was a, I guess you can say it was a hard pill to swallow. Um, because I hadn't, I hadn't spoken to my uncle in a, in a couple of years, but I, I still have the message of his last message that he sent me. And he Do you was, have the message of his last message? Yeah, that oh, he sent wow. me. So uh, he ju- he was just like, "Hey, it's your uncle. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, how's my sister? Let m- let my sister know that uh, I miss her and I think about her all the time." And that was the last time I talked to him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, like like we've been saying, like we've been preaching, you, you got to appreciate your family now that they're they're still they're still alive, right? You never know when death comes knocking yeah yeah that's something that we cannot predict at all um what are the things that um you recognize that um that your mom is like done for you kind of thing that's like very like out of um that's differently from the father type of approach if that makes sense my mom was or what has your mom taught you kind of thing as well my mom has taught me a lot of things. Both of my parents are hard workers. My mom is that that kind of woman that she cannot she she cannot just be like relaxing. Hmm. She needs to be doing something. Always constantly doing something. So my mom my mom works from four a.m. to almost three p.m. every single day. She does ten and a half, eleven hour shifts. She's still doing two jobs. She's no longer doing two jobs, but that took a lot of convincing. A lot. Like, my mom did two jobs for 10, ten years easily. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so, my mom would work from 4 a.m. to 2.30-ish, 3 o'clock. She would come home. She would prepare her food or whatever, heat up her food, eat, and go off to her next job. And she would start at 5, 5.30-ish. And she would finish eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. She'd go home and sleep. Sleep and repeat again. And repeat Monday to Friday. And if there was work on Saturday, she was working Saturday. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, moms are workaholics, man. Like my mom too. I remember for a long time she would be consistently working overtime. Mm. Right. If it be her day off, they would call her. She would always step in. Like on the seniority list of people to call, she would always she would be number one, I think, either number one or number two. Mm-hmm. Like I forget where on the seniority list she is on, but she's definitely up there in the top five of who knows how many, right? And once they reached her, like she would constantly be saying yes. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, she'd be on average be working like six, even seven shifts mm. on the weekly. And again, same thing like your mom's for a long time as well. Like thankfully, my mom now she's no longer doing overtime, right? She's just putting her hours kind of thing. Just her 40, and that's it, which I, I think that's a good thing because, again, right, um, she's not getting any younger, but to know that, yeah, the moms, they put in work, man. Yeah, man, shout out to our mothers, like... And not just work outside, but also work in the home, too, right? Because mm. being a mom is a 24-7 job, right? It does, there's no time to clock out as being a mother. I've seen some people how they <laughs> live. Like, my mom kind of spoiled me in the sense that, like, I know what a clean household is. yeah. And, like, she instilled that in me. And I guess she never thought that I would be like that, but I am like that. I'm very, 
clean. I'm like I don't like a mess. I hate yeah. seeing a mess. Because like you're you're so used to everything being clean. So mm-hmm. when you step into a situation where like wait, this is not how what I'm used to, and then <laughs> it starts to trigger you. <laughs> so I've seen I've seen households where they they just look disgusting, and I look at my mom's house, and I know how long how much she works, and I see how much she puts into cleaning her house, and I'm just like, bro, this lady, this woman is doing. 15 hours a day of work and she still and keeps still her house, keeps the house clean, clean yeah. and you're and at still home, cooking the food and you're at home all day and your house looks like a pigsty. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing with your life? Yeah. Like you have no excuses. Yeah. So my mom, one thing that my mom has taught me is hard work, putting your family first and do whatever you can to, to, push them ahead yeah so i'll give this 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 testimony this small testimony my dad in 2008 or 9 my dad my dad is has always been the kind of guy that he he wants to help his wife out in any way something small something big right so my dad would always go heat up the car for my mom in the mornings for work right so my dad one morning uh went outside he turned on the cars to heat up my mom's car, obviously. And there was black ice in the complex that we were living at the time. My dad slipped, fell, and broke his arm. Like, shattered his arm. Jeez. Like, there was no bone there, yeah. basically. And um, I remember my mom screamed. And this is this is all happening, like, at 4 in the morning. My mom screamed, brought, like, almost picked him up brought and brought him into the house and, and screamed and i as soon as i heard the screaming like i instantly woke up and i ran oh, downstairs sure, yeah see what's up and then i was like what happened and your mo- my mom was like uh your dad fell blah, blah blah i have to take him to the hospital and i was just like okay take him to the hospital i'll, I'll be home i'll be here when you get home and she was like okay and she left and came to the back came home my dad's arm was shattered um they had to do an operation on him whatever so my dad was off work for um, three three or four years. Up, I think up to five years, my dad didn't work. And then all that whole time, that burden came down on my mom. Yeah. That's when she started working two jobs. That's where it started. That's where it started, yeah. So, so not only keeping the house clean, working two jobs, but also taking care of your the pops. The bills. And the bills and your pops. Yep. Making sure he's fine and good. Yeah, so uh, I saw the the dire that dire need, the situations we were in at the time, and basically it's like a snowball effect. Like one thing started happening, and other things like we started having issues in within the family. Like you know, you're dealing with uh, teenagers, hormones, all this other stuff. Um, uh, my mom needed help. My mom needed help badly, uh-huh. and at the time I was doing a part time, and. This is the first time I'm telling anybody this. The only people that know this is is my parents. Oh wow! But I was giving my mom my paychecks, right? Because I knew that she needed it, and yeah. we were in such a such a horrible situation financially. We were in such a horrible situation um, spiritually, in every sense of in every sense, we were just struggling. We were going through it. Um. So. I saw the resilience in my mother. I saw the, the, the strength she needed that God only God could give her yeah. to try to push her family up forward. Yeah. 
without my dad literally being able to do nothing, right? Because my dad was was bedridden. My dad was in such a bad situation that once a month he had to go to Guelph to get an injection put in his like in his esophagus or whatever. His esophagus. Like they had to put it like right here. Uh huh. They had to put a needle in, and every time my dad went to go do that, they, he had to sign a waiver saying if they messed up in one way or another, he could die. And he couldn't sue them. Yeah. Why the heck did they have to do that? Something up with his arm. Because my dad now has arthritis in his hand Uh because of the fall. His hand has never been the same. His arm has never been the same. Right. He can't lift anything heavy with his his right arm. Like, never the same. Because it was shattered. Like, when I tell you that, it was shattered. A million pieces. Like, there was nothing in his, that was holding his arm up. Like, I remember when I saw his arm, it, was, it looked like it was just dangling. It's just dangling, right? Just dangling. Yeah, he, he couldn't move it, nothing. So, uh, I would always have to take my dad to do those appointments because he couldn't drive afterwards. Right. But I remember what, watching him sign the waiver saying if they... If they if something were to happen? If they injected it in the wrong spot, he could die. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa. This is the horrible situation that my family went through. Um, luckily, we did see a lot of the hermanos in the community just like extend their hand to help us out uh i remember <coughs> i remember one time <laughs> i remember one time two hermanos came came over to our house with like bags full of groceries nice and you know i always feel i'll always um feel grateful for the these hermanos that did that like actually you're you're kind of related to one of them i'll let you know after oh. who it was okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but you know that's when you see who's really with you and who's really not with you kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they, yeah. Unless like, hopefully, you know, they're also doing their part of praying for, you know, your pops mm-hmm. and, and your moms. Right. But, um, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's insane. And just the thing about your mom's just like recognizing the situation that she has to step and been doing that for a long time. Yeah. God definitely is good. Cause yeah, he probably, she was probably praying a lot for strength and like, and for healing and for peace and all that stuff. I can't imagine like it, it could put a strain on your relationship with your spouse going through something like that. You know what I mean? Because like only they know like the struggles they were having, right? Like my dad wasn't even in for the for like a month or so. He wasn't he wasn't sleeping in his bed because he couldn't like because he always had to have his his arm like Elevated? rested yeah, yeah. on the pillow or whatever. Yeah, how can you get comfortable? Like you that? can't get comfortable. Like so, he we had like um, one of my tias gave him a rocking chair, so he would sleep on the rocking chair. No way. Yeah, so that like, helped. Uh, I don't think so, but like he was always in pain. Yeah. And but mind you, when this happened to my dad, he was in his he was in his uh early to mid 50s i think mm-hmm. so recovering from something like that when you're in up there in age up there in age yeah, it takes longer takes even longer than if it would happen to you or not you yeah. or i right right so it, my mom it was very difficult for my mom that's when she started working her two jobs and she stayed with her two jobs after that for quite some time actually i think my mom stopped working two jobs maybe Maybe four years ago. I think I w- we were still married and my wife, my mom was still working two jobs. Maybe two years ago. Two or three years ago. No, she hasn't worked two jobs. Nice. 
That's but good, man. That must have been a huge relief for her too, right? I was always telling her, like, you don't need to work. You don't need to work. You don't need to work. And then she would get so upset when tax season came around because she's like, oh, I'm always, I always have to pay tax. I'm like, that's because you're working too much. <laughs> you're working too much overtime. Plus, you have your second the job. Second job yeah. I'm like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, the more money you make, the more you have to pay. Like, that's just how it works. That's just how it is. You got to, you know, what's the two f- sure things in life? Ta- de- death and taxes. Yeah. Like, there you go. You know, this is going to come around and bite you in the butt, unfortunately, right? Like, so you can't really complain because you're kind of putting yourself in that situation, right? That that right. was my conversation I would have with my mom. And uh, she would always say, yeah, 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 I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop, stop. She never stopped, right? No. But luckily now, gracias a Dios, she... Well, probably the paychecks were probably really nice too, right? Yeah, I guess. She was just in that mindset. Like, I remember her telling me one time, I was just like, I never want to go through that situation ever again where I'm worrying about money and, you know... Like, what if something happens to your dad again? He just stops working and blah, 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 right? Yeah. And it kind of did happen. Like, for COVID, my dad got laid off from work. My dad didn't work for three years. So, but they were okay because they were no longer, they don't have a bunch of kids running around their house. It's just the two of them, right? Yeah. So, uh, they got lucky with, with, with that and they were able to sell their house and everything. But, um, yeah, I'm happy that she's no longer um working two jobs i keep i'm trying to i've been trying to convince her to to leave her one job the pork factory but she's kind of how long she's been working there almost 20 years (coughs) 20 years jeez yeah my mom has like arthritis on her hands now she's 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 hurt man she's hurting yeah and as as her son i don't want to see her hurting Especially now, like, because she's on her decline now. She yeah, yeah. she shouldn't worry about having to work more. She should be worrying about working less. Working less, yeah. You know, doing... Take it easy. Try doing, to slow down, right? Doing the minimal. Before. Like, the yeah. same thing with your mom, right? You don't yeah. want... You don't want to see your mom, like, killing herself. Basically, for what? Yeah. Because, like, my, I'm trying to get my mom into retirement mode kind of thing, right? But she doesn't want to go into retirement mode quite yet. She still has, like... Seven years or something. Yeah, I was. I remember I was talking to your mom's one time, and she was telling me like I was asking like, so when are you thinking about retiring, kind of thing? Because as my daddy's retired, right? She was like, uh, I'm thinking mostly like when when your pops retires, like that'd be something that she might consider at that time. Yeah. But she really wants to move back home, kind of a thing as well. Yeah, they they say that, but I don't believe them. <laughs> I don't believe them. You know why? Uh. Her their kids are here and their grandkids are here. Yeah, it's hard There's to let no go, way. man. Yeah. There's no way they go back. Because it's one thing to, to visit El Salvador, Guatemala, or whatever. Yeah. It's another thing to start living there again. Totally different life. Different lifestyle. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they're, if they're getting a pension here. Like, they're living like kings over there. But, you know, like, you you only have, like, distant family, I guess you can say, not close family. Mm-hmm. So, it's a totally different scenario to be in. Like, I know my parents always say that they want to move back to South, or my uncles always say that too, but I don't believe them. No. It's just, yeah, I'd rather see it before I believe it kind of thing. Yeah. yeah I, I'll i be like Tomas. Like, I'll believe it when, when I actually see it. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, I don't believe my parents at all. Like, especially my mom. Mm. My mom likes it here. She loves it here. She's only been back to El Salvador since she left uh, three times. Yeah, three times. No, four times, sorry. Four times. Four times, yeah. So, if she if she really wanted to move back, I it would happened. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I don't believe them. Do your parents say that? Um, I I think my dad he, I think he wants to move back and just live there, right? Um, I don't think my mom's though. I think she's fine with st- being here, staying here, kind of a thing. Yeah, your mom probably likes it here. When's the last time I your mom so. went? Oh, I, either a couple of years ago or a few years ago. Yeah, she go, yeah, she's been pretty pretty rec- uh, recently been back. Yeah, mm, yeah, she's but pretty good uh, at going back and visiting and whatnot. How long is your mom? How many years does your mom left have for retirement? I think one more year. Oh, really? it's either this year or next year. Yeah. Oh, is she gonna take it like as soon as she can, or is she she gonna? Wait I don't it know, out? man. I think I think she's in the mindset of like still working and still working. Really? Yeah, because since my dad is um, now that he's retired, since he doesn't have no longer have any benefits or anything like that, um, and since he still takes injections into his eyes, mm. right, um, for cataracts and all that. Right, so a lot of the benefits from my mom covers a lot of that. So, but the thing that sucks though, and where she works is that once somebody turns sixty-five, mm-hmm. their benefits end. What? Yeah, isn't that messed up? Like they no longer have benefits. How does that work? I know. How is that illegal? Right, and this is and this is a city job too. Is that like the, their way of kind of like forcing you into retirement? I have no idea, man, but. I find it the the most random thing. Like I could see it for like benefits when it comes to like maybe seventy seventy five up there. Like yeah. sure because yeah you're gonna be, <laughs> God forbid, but a lot more problems are gonna happen those times. But at sixty five where they just cut it completely, like that just seems ludicrous to me. Mm. That's the actual thing that's happening. That's weird. You want to hear the thing that drives me the the most insane about my mom? Uh. So, before my mom started working at the pork factory, she had like a little I guess you can say side hustle. Side hustle. So hello, <laughs> my mom. Like like I was saying, my mom is very good at maintaining her household, right? Right. Keeping it clean, like oh no, me freak. Uh huh. My mom had a side hustle where she would clean ladies' houses. Right. I'm not even kidding you. She had like sixty five people. Sixty five people. Different what? households. Jesus. That she was trying to juggle. She was making cash off these people. Right. I'm not even I'm not even kidding you. They were giving like back then, like fifteen years ago, they were giving her a hundred dollars for her to go clean their house. Right. And she would clean their house in like two hours. Jeez. So can't imagine how much money she was making, yeah, right? Cha ching, bro. So that was her side hustle, but she hated it. She hated it so much because she's like, I don't want to be cleaning for a living, right? Right. So she started working at the pork factory. And I, one day I told her, I'm like, can you imagine if you would have had the brain for a businesswoman? Yeah. You could have had a, a, a legit business. Your own business. You could have been yeah. making your own hours. Yeah. You could have make been making whatever you wanted to make because yeah. these ladies were willing to pay whatever. They were they were, they were wealthy like people. Yeah. Very wealthy people. And she already had a set contact list of 65. That's exactly. So yeah. my mom started off with like five ladies. She had five ladies and those five ladies would tell their friends about my mom. And then their friends would tell their friends about my mom. So she had a nice, decent yeah. clientele. Like the best kind of pyramid scheme. Yeah. So my mom, and I told her one day, I'm like, can you imagine how much money you would be making? And you would you would be making your own hours. If you wanted, you could hire people. Yeah, just be a manager at that point. Yeah. Right? Don't I mean, have to worry about working. I'm like, instead, you're working in a pork factory. She's like, well, if I would have been doing that, I wouldn't have benefits. Um, I'm like, well, you know, you pay your benefits through your work. Yeah. It's not free. You're paying for it. You could have done that with your work. Yep. 
every paycheck, whatever, put a twenty bucks into your benefits. Yeah, I still could have done that. Yeah, would have been the same thing. Yeah, because right now, since um, when my mom turned sixty-five, uh, when her benefits cut out, she's still going to be paying for benefits, but outside of her job, she's just gonna go. I, th- I think it's Sun Life or somewhere else. Mm where she's still going to pay out of pocket just to get still have those type of benefits. So your mom's could easily. But again, right, it, at that time, like, unless unless she, she knew, like, how to do all that stuff, it's, I can see how it can be very challenging and very worrisome. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just it's one of those situations that kind of, you know, she says she, she hated doing that. I'm like, whenever she says that, I'm like, well, which one do you hate more? Working in a pork factory or cleaning a house, and she kind of just stays quiet. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, you would you, you hate up in the air, yeah. you know you hate pork factory more than you do you would have hated that. And like, it, it would just be her, right? Like, mm-hmm. so she wouldn't have to deal with anyone. Like, Nothing. especially if these houses, I'm assuming they're gonna be empty, kind of thing, right? Yeah, because like, I remember sometimes, uh, actually back in the day, my mom she would be working, uh, doing the same thing, cleaning houses, and there'd be times where she would take me with her, kind of a thing, right? And I'd just be in the living room just, like, watching TV or playing with uh, toys that was around there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's at least to me, it seemed like it was the most chill thing, right? Because there's no one in the house, right? So it all depends on, yeah, how long they want to take to finish the job and whatnot. And, of course, if you do it faster, the more you make. Yeah. These these women were so close to my mom that, like, my like they they had children. And my mom basically saw their children grow up. So they wouldn't talk to my mom, like... You know, like the maid or whatever. They talked to her like she was part of their family. So they would go to her for advice. They would like all this stuff. And like I always tell my mom, like, you should have just stayed in that business and you should have just made it your full time. Yeah. And you wouldn't have arthritis on your hands. You wouldn't be d- suffering with whatever you're dealing with within the pork factory, right? But I guess, I don't know. She took a different road and I hope she's she's happy with the decision she made, right? But Well... That's part of life, right? It's just at the time we think we're making the best decision, but later on, when you reflect and think about things, like the what ifs will always pop up, right? Yeah. What if I did this? What if I did that? Right? Even today, like probably I don't know if you have, but I have like those moments a lot. Like, what if, what if I were to do this mm-hmm. instead of that? What if I did this instead of this kind of thing, right? Yeah. It's just the <coughs> sorry. It's just the way that we think, or we kind of go through the life that. We make choices and decisions that we think at that moment in time and being is like, okay, I think this is going to be the best thing to do. But then later on, it's not like, oh, man, maybe I overreacted or maybe I shouldn't have jumped on that too quickly. Maybe I should have took my time more or just really reflect and thought it through, right? Instead of going more emotional based than actual logically based, if I can say that. Yeah. Right? I don't know. For me, it was very heartbreaking seeing just seeing my mom work at at, at the port factory. Like, I didn't like seeing it. It just it just broke my heart every time I like well, had to walk over there, and just see her just just working hard and and I don't know it's just something that as a as a as a son you never you always want to get to that point in life where your parents don't have to worry about that kind of stuff anymore. Like I wish mm-hmm. I had like I wish I. I don't want to say I wish I was rich, right? But I wish I had enough money to just one day be like to my parents, like, just chill. Yeah. Just chill. I got you kind of thing, right? right? Like, you're in, a, you're in a financial situation where you're be like, all right, you guys can officially retire. Don't worry about a thing. I got you guys covered. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I, I hope maybe one day God can uh, provide enough for me to be able to provide for my family and then one day be able to tell my parents, like, you guys can relax now. Like, you did your work. 
you know, just chill kind of thing, right? You know, that kind of makes me think of back home, like my grandmother now. She um, has really progressed in her dementia. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't really rec- uh, recall her grandkids at all. It's just mostly her children. So my dad is mo- he's just spending all this time with her, right? And although although many of my uncles and aunts have passed away, but I think they're still... So there's still five siblings, right? At How one many point, uncle? five siblings. How many was alive. it before? Twelve. Jeez. Yeah. So, like, imagine, right? Like, if they were all still around kind of thing, like, how much um, they would be pitching into. Because mm. they do, right? They all, like, um, financially support my grandmother kind of thing. Even, like, the cousins um, and, like, the grandchildren. Like, we all, like, we have a group chat. And um, if there's something that our grandmother needs kind of thing, somebody brings it up. I'm like, all right, what do we need? How much do we need to put in kind of thing, right? And depending on our situation, right? We just, like, all right, here you go, here you go kind of thing. Whatever it takes for the grandmas, right? And as long as she's good and set, right? So it kind of makes me think, like when it comes to us or like um depending on how many children your parents have or my parents have or or us when what we're gonna have are we gonna get to a point where like <laughs> should we create as many children as possible to kind of mm-hmm. have everyone like kind of um just support each other to kind of have that one uh day where like all right moms and pops you don't have to worry about a thing the kids got you yeah <laughs> it would be nice right unfortunately not everybody's in the same mindset like for sure when my great-grandmother passed away uh she didn't have the best the best life insurance i think her life insurance only covered six thousand dollars that's it yeah Jeez. and the average funeral cost in canada or in ontario at the time was 15 grand 15 grand 15 grand lord have mercy so my my grandma was in the in um in the situation where she was she was gonna have to pay a lot of it out of pocket so, like, you know, I have a pretty big family, right? Yeah. There's a lot of us. So, the adults got all together and, like, we're all going to help you pay for pay the rest of the the funeral costs, right? right. Because, obviously, you, you don't want to burden that one person with everything, right? Yeah. So, and then uh, I had the idea and I, I told my cousins, like, hey, how about the great-grandchildren? We all pitch in a little something. And buy her, my great grandmother her stone. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put the the names out there. But a yeah. lot of them did help. A lot of them did not. A lot of them gave excuses. Only they know why they didn't. But it just it's just unfortunately there's people that are in that mindset and some people that are not right. Yeah. But we were able to. Um, collect some money and we were able to pay for my great grandmother's uh, stone and we were able to put it in the funeral home then when we got to the situation with my grandmother when she passed away luckily her insurance was able to cover her whole funeral cost but i had the idea again i'm like let's do let's do something nice for her one last you know good gesture even though i know she wouldn't have wanted it uh-huh Let's do the same thing for my grandmother. Right. Not everybody helped. A lot of them did. Um, but we did the exact same thing. And we were we it was a little bit more expensive because it was a bigger stone because her piece of land is right beside where my grandpa's piece of land is. He hasn't passed yet, but when he does, he's gonna go right beside her. So their stone is connected. So we were only able to do like her side, put her her picture, her 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 
birthday and it was the day that she passed and her her versículo her favorite versículo and then on the other side is going to be my grandpa and and his verse and his dates and whatever the case um but it's nice when the whole family can come together and help the rest of the family right yeah. or a congregation gets together and helps each other out when there's time of need yeah right a lot of people like to say well, I don't know where my money's going and if it's going to be uh, handled properly. At the end of the day, our job is to help. If that money is mishandled, it's no longer your concern. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's on God. He needs to be the one that takes care <coughs> of it, right? But uh, I think when you have a big family, that's when you need to see or you see who's really about that life and who's not about that yeah, life. Yeah, and that should be the time where, you know, family should unite kind of thing, right? Um, and again, everyone's situation is different and financial situation is different, right? But yep. anything can help along the way, right? Yeah. Whether it be one person who takes control of uh, the financial so they keep it like an ominous kind of thing. So no numbers are actually shown. So seeing who like who gives the most, who gives the least, that's not the... Like, the concern, but as long as that there's numbers there that okay, we have this much, um, we still have this much to kind of um, to fundraise or to gather together. Like, uh, what's what's our time span of what that we can complete this kind of quota kind of thing, right? Yeah. But like you said, um, there's people who are about the about that, and there's others who they're not about that. Yeah, not everybody cares the same way that you're gonna care, or whatever, or whatever the case may be, right? The thing is, um, like, I knew, if I know exactly who helped with my grandmother's and who didn't. Right. But it's not on me to, like, bring it up kind of thing, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not right. Um, only they know their financial situations. Um, I just see what's going on around them. And then I don't want to say I judge. I just kind of see what's going on and you, I go you off. kind of question, right? Yeah. So, you're like, hey, if you're able to do this, why weren't you able to? Yeah. Kind like, of thing, right? Like, I know, like... I saw like someone say, "Oh, I can't help because my fin- financial situation is not so well." Okay, that's fair. A couple months later, I see them going on vacation, kind of thing, kind of thing, right? And I'm just like, uh-huh. "I'm like, okay, whatever, man." Like, maybe that's what they were saving up for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, but you need to pay it forward, kind of thing, right? Yeah. What happens if you're in that situation one day? Not everybody has life insurance. Yeah. Like, if you don't have life insurance, to the listeners, get it. Because it'll be a huge sigh of relief for your family that when that day comes, right? Because nothing in life is free. Everything is going to cost you something. Is life insurance already included in your benefits that you're working? No. No? Is that a separate thing or is that part of it? You have to pay life insurance separately. Oh. Yeah. So I have li- I've had life insurance since I was 15. No way. I don't know why I got it when I was like 15 years old, but I've, <laughs> I've had li- life insurance for quite a long time. This man's th- a visionary. <laughs> I think I've, I've I've been putting like $14 a month into my life insurance. Oh, nice. So my I don't have the best life insurance because I obviously I got it when I was really really young. Yeah. But uh, but in time, like starting at 15 years, man, that's that's gonna grow. Yeah, I've already put a lot into my life insurance. Yeah. But uh, you know, like it gives me peace of mind. I know if something was to happen to me that. My wife and my kids are, are going to be okay. Like They won't have to worry about paying for funeral costs and all this stuff. It, it'll just come from the life insurance, right? Right. But, uh, yeah, like with my with my grandma, my great-grandmother, it was difficult because she came to Canada when she was 70-something. She was really old when she came. 
not really old, but she was old. She was old, yeah. So she couldn't get the best life insurance because of that. Yeah, because they're already in their high 70s. It's just, what's the point? Yeah, so they're not going to give you life insurance when you're 65 because yeah. they know, like, you're on your decline. You're yeah. on your last days, I guess you could say. But, um, yeah, so my grandma and my grandpa, both of them were able to get pretty, like, not good life insurance, but some. Um, and my other grandma was able to get it. My other grandpa was not able to get it because his his he has he says he's in he's healthy but he's not healthy at all. Mm-hmm. He has high blood pressure. He has diabetes. He has all these things. So I think he he just kind of like put money away for that. Right. So I think they're okay. Um, but for the most part, I think if you're if you're listening, you need to. I think I would suggest you get life insurance as soon as possible. It's just a kind of peace of mind kind of thing because, like, everybody just assumes, oh, maybe there's a government, whatever. Like, no. There's nothing there, yeah. You have to actually go and get that life insurance. That yeah. It's not, you're not just automatically signed up on kind of No, thing. it's not like health care or whatever. If if you're not working, you, you still have health care. Like, you can still go get medicine or whatever the case may be. Uh, death is a whole different situation. Mm-hmm. Different in every way, right? <laughs> I don't know how people got to death, but yeah, <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> yeah, you know, trying to celebrate moms and just appreciate our moms, right? Yeah, um, trying to give, yeah. You know, uh, are you gonna like make a meal for them, or like, are you just gonna bring flowers over, card? Do you have your gift already set? So you asked me this earlier before we started the podcast, right? How does it work for me? So this is how I do it, right? Because oh. I no longer just have my mother. I have oh my, yeah, you I have my mother-in-law. That's true. So you got your wife. Your mother-in-law, your moms, and you got your grandma, and probably the abuelita on, on your wife's side, too. Yeah. Man, you got, oh, you're screwed, bro. I got a lot. <laughs> so this is how I do it, right? Yes, me. I just got my mom. So shout out to my, my, my wife's, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my wife's family. They like to be, they're extra when it comes to these kind of things, right? Oh, man. <laughs> so it always puts me in a bit of a, a predicament, right? <laughs> because they only... And I love my f- my wife's family. I, I, I truly do. Mm-hmm. But they always put me in a weird situation, right? Because they love to go above and beyond. So right. I'll give you this example. The first father Father's Day, when my wife and I were married, um, we went over and they had bought their dad like, like a $600 gift. $600 gift? Like a $600 gift be a nice cuban chain. and i was sitting there with a card with a 50 dollar timmy's <laughs> card 50 or 15 50 50 okay <laughs> and i'm just like whoa i feel that's like three meals right there man that's up that's not bad <laughs> if you ask me 50 dollar gift card is more than enough <laughs> but when you put that beside a 600 dollar gift you're like <coughs> right? so I, I told my wife i'm like you got to talk to your family and let them know like I cannot put $300 or whatever for a gift for your parents because that same $300 that I have to give to your parents, I have to give to my parents, right? Because it's no longer just my parents. Now it's your parents. So if I give my dad a $50 gift card, I'm giving your dad a $50 gift card. If I give your mom flowers, I have to give my mom flowers. Everything becomes double. Try to make it equal, yeah. Because I don't want one to think I'm... Favoring them over the other. Yeah. 
right? Even though they're my parents, I still have to show, I have to be equal with both. Yeah, because it's, right? it's with your wife too, right? Cause yeah. She's got to show the equal love uh, for your parents and, and her parents. Right? Exactly. So, like, birthdays and all this kind of stuff gets really iffy for me because of that, right? And it's easy for them, like, for my, my in-laws because they have, they have two kids that are still single, so they basically just work for themselves, and they got, they got money, mm-hmm. right? They got money to spend, I guess right. you'd say. Yeah, yeah. So it's easy for them to shell out two, three hundred dollars for their parents, but it's not easy for me to shell out two, three hundred dollars, yeah. because that two, three hundred dollars becomes four to six hundred dollars, if I want to spend the same for my parents. Yeah, that can go up real quick. Yeah, and I can't spend three hundred dollars for their parents and then spend fifty dollars for mine. Yeah. How does that make sense? Even though I know my dad, my dad and my mom probably wouldn't care. But still, though. In my, in me, I, I uh, can't do it. Yeah, it doesn't roll off well. Like when I got married to 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 my wife, I told her I'm like, if we spend one weekend at your parents' house, we're spending the next weekend at mine. If we go out to to eat with your parents, one week, next week we take out my parents. We're gonna do everything equal. Yeah, try to balance it out because the last thing you want is where you're just seeing your wife's parents. Um, all the time and then your parents are like just left out of the blue and then you just come once out of the blue just to see them and yeah where where's where's the fairness in that and i know my like i I (coughs) know probably my in-laws feel weird right because they have their one daughter that goes over and visits all the time right but one thing they don't the one thing that people don't see right is that my my one sister-in-law her her husband doesn't his parents are no longer here anymore they passed so she doesn't have to worry about um, trying to please other in-laws because yeah. she doesn't have it. But I do. Yeah. I have my parents and I have my in-laws, yeah. right? So that 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 situation is different, right? There's a, there's a different dynamic there. Yeah, and hopefully they like understand, and realize too, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. I I would hope so, right? Like, yeah. I've never really had that that conversation with them, right? Yeah, I but think I, I shouldn't, right? Yeah, it's just like you know. I, they understand it, right? It's no, it's not just dumb. It's it's my parents as well, right? Mm-hmm. My family as well too. So, like, because they have a different relationship with with their nietos that they do with with my kids, right? Because uh, her sister takes ho- her kids over all the time, right. whereas we don't take my kids over all the time because of that. Because if I take my 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 kids over to their house all the time, then I need to take them over to my parents' house more often as well, right? Because I don't want I don't want my my kids growing up loving my in-laws more than my parents i want that love to be equal yeah right you don't want that division within the family either yeah you want you want to show like a united front yeah so you want to try to limit the favoritism but although it can be difficult but again it's just something that um we strive for at least right try to make it the goal that it is equal united and all that right despite differences or despite uh, opinions kind of thing it's just we're doing our best right yeah, and like I see my in-laws every weekend because we we congregate the same place, right? Right. But uh, um, I know it was weird for them at first because they were just expecting us to be over all like every single day, and I was just like to my wife, no like, way. Yeah, I was like to my wife, I'm like, that's not happening. Like, sorry. Every day. Something that's, like that. That's, like that's a little much. Yeah, like <laughs> I love I love you, but like I'm not gonna spend every day with you. Like, yeah, that's not. I don't even spend every day with my parents. Like, so. <laughs> Slow your roll, kind there, of thing. There, right? There's a reason why we moved out, you know. <laughs> exactly, you know. One day we all have to f- fly, fly away from the nest, right? Yeah. We have to find our own way. Like, I don't. Uh, like, if I'm being honest, I don't. I don't go visit my parents very often. Mm-hmm. 
um, not because I don't want to. It's just sometimes we have conflicting schedules, right? And also you see them on the weekends a lot too, right? Yeah, I see them yeah. at church, but like it's not the same, you know what I For mean? For sure, yeah. There's like, only so much you can talk about because you still have service to happen, right? Yeah, so like uh, I was suppo- we were supposed to go over to my parents last week, um, but... Um, Uh, I wasn't able to um, because uh, situations happened. Situations happened. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't have to explain if you don't want to, but. Um, no, 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 no. Like, uh, uh, like I was like to my mom, I was like, oh, I want to go over with the kids. We want to go over, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, yeah, I can't. I'm going to have people over that day. I was like, oh, okay, next time. And then I was like, next week, which is this week. And then Kimberly was like, it's Mother's Day. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't because I'm taking my wife out. So, well, yeah. So how does that work for you on, on Mother's Day then? So are you going to visit your moms? Are you going to visit your mother-in-laws? Are you going to visit your grandma? Are you going to visit your mother-in-law's grandma? Like, is it going to spend time with the wife? <laughs> Mother-in-law this year is going to be for my wife. My wife. And uh, I think we're just going to give our my mom and her mom just some flowers. Uh-huh. They're spending. They're spending mother-in-laws at my my wife's sisters, but I don't want to spend mother-in-law with Mother's Day with my mother-in-law and not spend it with my mom, kind of thing, right? Right. So I don't want one to feel bad because I'm with the other. So I kind of just like I left it neutral and I just said, okay, I'm gonna be with my wife. That way, one doesn't think I'm favoring one or the other, right? Yeah. So I just I left it with my wife. So I I, I booked a, a reservation for. Um, a steakhouse for my wife and just kind of take my wife and my kids and that's it you know because like yeah. I don't want I don't I don't want uh, hurt feelings right because even though they might say they might they're not they're not hurt but you never know right yeah. so when it comes to like gift itself like were you always big on gifts for your moms or is it like do you <laughs> do you get it the day before the day of or you plan a <laughs> month ahead because like I said right, I got my gift for my moms on on Black Friday of last year <laughs> <laughs> but you just had I'm it on through. ice huh? you, you just had it on ice for the, for, the, for like six months yeah I, like i saw there was like a, a big sale man so i'm like man this is a perfect chance right now right <laughs> <laughs> gotta take advantage of those moments when's your mom's man. birthday october you know oh, okay yeah. that makes sense yeah did you already buy her birthday gift too <laughs> no not yet <laughs> but like uh, to speak about myself, man, like I've been, I've been always been terrible when it comes to like celebrating mom's uh, Mother's Day and just getting gifts and whatnot. Cause yeah. it's, it's just something that's not very big for my family. Like uh, when it comes to birthdays or just celebrations, we're not big on it. It's mm. we'll just like even Christmas too. Like we we just have like a quote unquote fancy meal, um, hand gestures, <laughs> um, if anything, right? But we don't really make a big deal of, of much, right? Like I wasn't used to like having like all these friends over for a birthday or we would go mm. out somewhere for a birthday kind of thing. Like, that wasn't really a big thing for us. Um, so when it came to, like, gift-giving all that, like, I don't know if I can say this. I don't know if this is a good excuse or not, but, like, i just been not the best when it came to gifts. It just I just don't really have that practice in me kind of a thing, right? But, again, like, I'm just trying to at least do better because I still talk to um, to my homeboys, uh, homeboys from junior high and high school kind of thing, and everyone always around this time brings up that conversation. Right, did mans get gift for their moms yet? Kind of thing, or did mans get where can we get flowers? Kind of thing, is mm-hmm. there a place selling flowers? Is there a place where it's selling flowers on sale? Kind of thing, right? 
Um, so that conversation always happens. And every time I read this conversation, I'm like, man, what am I doing, man? These guys are really stepping up. And look at me just being like, what am I going to do for to celebrate my mom? Because, like, there's a, so, again, man, it's just something you got to really recognize and think how much moms do for us kind of thing, right? So I'm really, really um, excited for the gift that I got my mother. And I told my brother right away, like, yo, this is going to be something on behalf of both of us, okay? Um, and I think this might be something that it might be, I don't think, um, like, my mom, she's not a very um, showboat type of person when mm -hmm. it comes to, like, um, like having, like, the name brand, designer brand kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But um, this is going to be something that might be different that, um, I don't know if, if she'll like it or not, but uh, I can for sure tell you that. This was something that <laughs> I'm giving my heart into this kind of thing, right? Mm. Like before, like I made, like last time I, I got her a Mother's Day gift, I did really, really like uh, arts and crafts kind of thing. <laughs> so um, please mind you what I'm about to say right now. <laughs> so uh, I went to the dollar store. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it was around this time. And there's like all these shirts that say like best mom ever or like... <laughs> Or greatest mom, or like these kind of like these uh, graphic tees, right? So yeah. I was like grabbing like all these graphic tees with all these sayings on them, right? Got this like these bottles kind of thing, just had more like number one mom ever, or whatever the, ca the case may be, right? Everything that just said mom on it, like I'm like, all right, this and this and this and this. <laughs> and I just like just pile everything in one like one type of bag where I put like shirts into a bottle or I put like all these streamers and stuff in here or try to make it like decorative, all that stuff, right? And even with the card too, like uh, just putting like, again, like pour my heart and soul into mm -hmm. the heart into the card as well just so she can read it kind of thing. And I think like, and it's it's awesome too because like, you know, it's a good gift because like even my mom still today, she's wearing those shirts kind of thing. Oh, right? really? So, yeah, it just That's puts sweet. a smile on my face. I'm like, see, this is what it's about, man. That's sweet. Right? Yeah, it's it's those moments that even though like I'm not, um, you're just the big used old to giving give, huh? You're just the big old softy, aren't you? Yeah, man, it's just those <laughs> moments like I gotta take advantage, man. It's just like yo, man, like let me let me be soft for this moment, you know? <laughs> let me be soft on this day for the moms, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, I got my mom. We, uh, I I think the first Mother's Day, like married ones, we got our moms a, a Pandora charm. Ooh. From Pandora. Nice. Um, but my mom doesn't wear her bracelet and my mother in law doesn't wear her bracelet very often. <laughs> Ouch. So, <laughs> so they're not big on, on jewelry or I be nice stuff kind of thing? I think my mother in law is more so. My yeah. mom's more like now that she's getting a little older, she's more chill with her, her style. Right. Um my mom has a weird style. Like my mom wear, loves wearing chucks. No way. My mom just like loves wearing sweatpants. That's her jam. Like she's <laughs> she likes being comfortable. Like, but uh, so f before we would just take them out to eat. Right. Yeah. Because you know, simple, straight yeah. to the point, whatever. Red Lobster, King yeah. Buffet, or something like that. You know. But my wife was like, "What? What do you want to do for our moms this year?" And I was like. Let's just get them flowers because I know my mom loves flowers and I know your mom loves flowers. Like my mo my mother in law is really into gardening and all that stuff, right? Uh -huh. She doesn't work, so she ha she can focus her time on these things, right? Uh -huh. So like my father in law has like has a nice deck in their backyard for her, and she has she has like a, a vegetable area and she has like flowers. So she really focuses on that. It's good, right? Like if you got nothing else to do, like why not do that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, we're gonna get them flowers and stuff, but um, nice. with my with my dad and my father-in-law, uh, I, I I like to stick with the Timmy's cards because I know they both love their coffee, <laughs> and I don't like getting my dad spe specifically. I don't like getting my dad 
like clothing because he doesn't he's very specific on what he likes and he's like he likes picking his own kind of his own stuff so um with my dad i don't buy him like clothes or anything like that right. because i know he's not gonna wear it yeah and it's the same thing with my father-in-law <laughs> so uh i just stick to what i know they'll like and what it, what i know they'll use so maybe they might like uh just a, like a general gift card like for the mall or like the bay or something like that where they at least no. they can choose not no. even no, no i don't think so Jeez. i think my dad would just give it to my mom Actually, I, I don't think I know my dad would just give it to my mom. Man, just get a gift card from Value Village or to Lee's and call it a day, bro. <laughs> bro, Value Village was my dad's jam when he was younger. Yeah. <laughs> my, mom, my mom forced him to stop doing that. <laughs> my dad's so cheap. He's just like, he'd always go to Value Village and, and buy clothes. And I'm just like, I remember when I was a kid, I'd be like, oh my God, man, why don't you just buy me new clothes? And he's like, no, we're going to Value Village. We're going to Value Village. And I'm like, I'm like, guy, come on. You, you know, you don't you're not that cheap really yeah. he's like yeah i'm that cheap I'm like i am that blah, cheap blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so he w- actually my dad was still going to valley village up, up to like maybe 10 years ago when my mom stopped just forced him to stop it's like you need to stop like hey man shout out to valley village and talese man you can find some hidden gems there i've never been to talese but i used to hate going to valley village yeah i hate it i remember um back in high school my fifth year and i did the musical there um, one of the teachers, they went out sh- uh, dr- uh, shopping for like uh, just the attire for the costumes kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And she found like a nice like Hugo Boss like uh, type of dresser, man. Really? Yeah. Well, that's the thing now, like thrifting, right? Yeah. That's, that's like that's the big thing now. Like everybody, everybody wants to do that. Like, uh, this is like going back to the gift thing. Like, I know, like my mom and my mother in law love getting gifts. They love getting gifts. Yes, but my f- my father in law, my dad, they're just like they like to pick up their own thing. They're, well, that's the vibe I get from my father. Right? Yeah. I know my dad for like one year for my dad's fiftieth. I think we all we all got together like as siblings, and we we're like, let's buy let's buy our pops um, a special gift, right? So we all like chipped in and bought him like this super expensive watch. And my dad wore it once. Oh, no. <laughs> still hasn't worn it. I don't even know if he still has it. But that's why, I like, after that, I was, like, to my siblings, like, eh, maybe we shouldn't buy it. Let's just take him out. That's what he likes. He just likes going to a restaurant, you know, keep it simple. Right? Would he like um, any type of, like, adventure kind of thing? Would it be, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, hot air balloon or? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy very loves going for walks now. What about, um gun range would no. he no <laughs> jeez huh because like my dad he's not a, he's not a very uh, materialistic type of guy as well so i know too like um i don't know it's kind of difficult getting stuff for for men i guess would you really die to go to a gun range i would love to take him there <laughs> see if he'd be about it you know i don't my dad's afraid of heights so i know he wouldn't like balloons no uh no i don't think my, my dad's not adventurous i think if, no if i wanted to win my dad over i'd just give him like a fishing trip or something like that. Even he loves, that, yeah. He loves fishing. Well, there you go, man. That'd be see. That's that's a nice thing right there. See, the thing <coughs> is, I can't get I can't get my dad a fishing trip with my father-in-law because my father-in-law doesn't like fishing. <laughs> <sighs> why can't why can't Bro, we? These people are so complicated. Honestly, man. Why why can't we just have a happy medium? You know. I know, man. Uh, my my father loves he loves mechanic stuff, but my dad my dad doesn't love it. He just you know he's indifferent. Okay. How about this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're playing already for Father's Day. <laughs> we're, 
How about this? We uh, get them like rent out like a plantoon. You know what those plantoons? I think that's what you call it. Plantoon. Plantoon. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I'm saying that right. <laughs> it's those like type of boats where like it's just for like um, where people like sit around and like have like meals on it kind of a thing where it's mm-hmm. just a very chill type of thing. But um, so still do the fishing trip, but then purposely ruin the engine so <laughs> <laughs> so he can start fixing the engine on the water. Oh my god, that would be so fun. <laughs> Oh, you need some. You need to do oil change. Oh, yeah. look what I got you! Happy <laughs> Father's Day. <laughs> oil. I don't think he likes doing mechanic stuff that much, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's very complicated now. Like once you get married, like trying to decide like who you're gonna get a gift or how you're gonna get a gift. So me and my wife just kind of keep it simple. We always just kind of give gift cards because it's like you don't want to like you don't want to like you want them to use it and then you want them to to like it at the same time, right? right. So like. Um, like I said, my my wife's family always goes above and beyond. Like they go the extra yard when it comes to birthdays and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Whereas my family is like your family. Yeah. We're very chill. We're very low key with with birthdays, right? Like we yeah. have, we're like uh, I I think I got maybe like two big birthdays in when I was a kid. Yeah. But other than that, like I never had like a huge party. Nothing like, like that. Obviously, yeah. my sisters had their, their quinceañeras, yeah. but that's just. You know Hispanic tradition, right? yeah. So it's like as a boy, you don't really expect that, but um, yeah, like we're we're very low key, like with anything like that. Like our weddings were like big. My parents never had a huge wedding like that, um, but it's just like it's just everybody's just different, right? Everybody just does things differently. I don't like my 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 wife's family. They kind of lo- look at me weird when it's like when it's birthdays and that kind of stuff, right? Like. Like, I, I, I don't, there's not a lot of attention to detail, like, even though I've tried, um, but, like, my wife does, like, she, she always, like, puts up decorations for my birthday, and even though there, there might not be a lot of people, she, she goes above and beyond, right, and I really appreciate it, I'm not used to it, like, mm-hmm. my first, the first time, like, the first year, our first year of marriage, she threw me a surprise party. And I kind of ruined the surprise because she was out trying to buy stuff. And I'm like, what are you buying? Like, why are you buying so much stuff? Yeah. Like, we were going over, like, we supposedly, uh, like, in my head, I was like, oh, we're just going over to my parents' house and eating tacos, right? Mm-hmm. And then I see my wife buying, like, five chickens. I'm like, why are you buying so many chicken? Like, it's just going to be us. It's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm like, what do you mean don't worry? Like, I started questioning <laughs> her, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, the overthinker in me, like, just started over. And she's like, I'm trying to throw you a, a party, you idiot. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh. And, but she didn't tell me who was going to be there. Like, she didn't right. go, she go into details. She just said it was going to be a party. Right. But when I got there, she had, like, uh, this whole Raptors theme at my parents' house. And, like, uh, my in-laws were there that I wasn't expecting. And, like, my siblings were there. And it's just, like, it, it was, like, the first time I ever had, like, an actual party. Okay, I got to ask you this, man. Because, um, like, I can think for myself how I would react, but... Knowing that you never really had big parties or big celebrations kind of thing, not really having all your friends, like having that nice like moment, right? Because I assume you've probably been to your friends, your boys, like birthdays where it was mm. like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So this was like a first time kind of thing after so long and being a mature adult as well, having this experience where your wife puts all this effort in, right? Yeah. And you're not really expecting it. How did you feel? Um, I felt emotional. Yeah, I didn't for show, sure, man. I didn't show any emotions, but like... I think the kid inside me was crying a little oh bit. Oh my god, yeah, man. Because it was the first time in my life where it was it was uh, I know this might sound bad, but it was it was about me. Yeah. Because my whole life I had to share birthday 
birthdays with my brother. Right. Because my brother is a week after me. Right. So if there was going to be a party, it was going to be for me and him. Right. It was never about me. Yeah. So I did feel, uh, I didn't tell her at the time. She's going to hear this now. But I did feel like I felt like I wanted to cry because it was one day specifically set out just yeah. for me. And all the effort she did with my mom, with my siblings, trying to go above and beyond to make it uh, themed with something that she knew that I liked. And, and the cake was what I liked and the food was what I liked. And, and she, just, she just went out of her way just to do something so nice for me. It was uh, it was an emotional. That's beautiful, man. Shout out to your wife, bro. Yeah, that's it was, awesome. It was a, uh, it was uh, I'll never forget it. Yeah, I'll never forget it because, like I said, it was the f- like, and I told her that afterwards, and she felt like, even she got a little emotional. I think, because I was like, that's the first time I've ever had a party that. Yeah, because she like probably that. also knew that too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she didn't know it at the time, but afterwards, I told her, I'm like, that was uh. that was technically my first surprise party yeah real big surprise party yeah so it was, it was um that's beautiful man. it was it's special it was one of those moments now that i cherish because now my <laughs> it's gonna sound bad but my birthday is forever changed because my daughter's birthday is a day after my birthday <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you only could experience it that one time. I was right? only going to experience it that one time. But that's okay because I don't mind taking yeah. a backseat to my daughter. I really don't. Yo, and honestly, uh, I think too, like when you have that at least once, mm-hmm. I think that's, w- that's more than enough. enough. That's yeah. enough. That's enough. I didn't. I don't need more. Like, I, I don't want her to. And she's made every birthday ever since then. Like, since we've been married, she's made every birth. She made me feel so special yeah. on every birthday. Like, for me. Like the one year she, uh, two years ago, she gave me a, a friend's theme. Um, she's given me a Raptors theme. She's, she's changed the theme every time. And I appreciate her because it's, 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 it's just, she puts so much thought and effort into it. And, and I, I want to do the same, even though I can't, because it's just not in my nature. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, I got you. I know, and I know she knows that, right? She knows that, like, it, I, I've never done that for my parents. I've never done that for anybody else. Yeah. It's just, I I can't think like that. I'm yeah. not I'm not that kind of thinker. Like for me, uh, doing <laughs> something nice for hers is having a reservation for a restaurant and me buying her an, a nice gift. Yeah. Right, like this like her Mother Day gift. I, I I bought it. I have to pick it up tomorrow. Um, you know, I got her a nice like. She's gonna hear this now, but I got her a nice like super expensive like perfume. Oh dang! So I I like I I I I don't want to say I I try to compensate it with like buying her like expensive things but like i want to yeah you know what i mean like i want to get her the best that i possibly can so and i know she does the same thing with me even though she doesn't work but that's okay like i appreciate everything she's done and everything she's she's been doing for for me and my children right um like like the birthdays we've had for my kids like i'm not the one that's decorating because it's not that's not my thing i don't like doing that you know what i mean like I, I let her plan everything, like yeah. the theme, all that stuff. That's her. That's not me. What do you do then? I just, I take care of the kids before the party. <laughs> <laughs> Such a man. That's my job, right? She's like, I'm going to go do the decorations. I'm Here. like, all right. All right, I'll, I'll let you be focused. I'll take the kids away. You I got do the kids. Thing. Like, that's fine. I'll, I'll give them their baths. Yeah. So if you need supplies, text me. Let me know. I'll yeah. go grab supplies. That's, yeah. But I, I don't do setups. I don't like doing that. Like, I'll clean up. I'll help clean up all that stuff. But... Um, the whole party thing, like, yeah. that's not for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Definitely, definitely. But yeah, like, you know, just celebrating the moms out there. Shout out to all the moms. Yeah, God, man, God man. bless all the moms, you know. Uh, God knows your sacrifice. God knows what your struggles have been. Um, I know it's not easy to be a mom. It's not easy to be a dad. Not at all, man. You know, it's not easy to be a, a, a son or daughter either, right? So, you know, um, like we've been discussing, we got to learn to accept each other for our goods and our bads, right? Mm, there's no perfect mother out there. Their mothers have made mistakes, just like fathers have made yeah. mistakes, right? It's on us just to recognize that. But, like, with all their mistakes, like, again, their love towards us overshadows all of that, right? Because they're trying to do their best, right, with us prioritized in their minds, right? Everything that they do for us is with good intentions, always good intentions. It's unconditional love, right? right? Yeah, definitely, man. And it's the example that their love that they show us is the example of God's love for us as well, right? Um, that unconditional love, that love that is just everlasting, right? Um, to the very end where you hear those stories of, you know, when uh, mothers and, and they see that their baby children are in danger or whatnot, like, you would hear, like, these feats of strength that they would go, like, uh, they would do kind of thing to make sure that their children safe or fine. Like, I heard something where, like, <coughs> where kids were, like, trapped under, like, a, a car kind of a thing mm-hmm. from some kind of accident, Um and the mom, like, legit lifted the vehicle to try to get them out kind of a thing, mm. right? So the feats that moms go for their children is just unbelievable, right? Um, and also to support their husbands too, right? The things that they do and the things that they go for, right? You're providing examples right now of, you know, the lengths um, that your wife, you know, wants to make things special for you to celebrate for you, right? Um, and And we see this every day with our own parents as well, right? Mm-hmm the lengths that they go through and, and the beautiful thing is too man like even though that we are adults right you know even though we're no longer kids but uh, moms will always see us as their, their, baby their babies ones, as their young ones their right? baby boys so every time that we head over kind of a thing like uh, of course they want to try to spoil us with their love right spoil us with their home-cooked meals kind of thing you know and just enjoy those moments that we get to visit them because again like you said right it's not like every day we can be with them kind of a thing right not everything lasts forever yeah Shout out to the moms. Like, I know I'm, I'm probably more spoiled now than I've ever been with my mom and my dad. Like, I know there's nothing I can't ask them that they wouldn't give me if they have the means to. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I don't think we're going to do a prayer, but I, I want you to take this. Take this time to 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 give your mom and I'll do the same afterwards. Yeah. Give the, the women in your life a nice shout out. Yes, sir. You're going to do it. You want yeah. to go first? Sure, go for it. Yeah. All right. So first of all, uh, I want to give a shout out to my wife, the mother of my children. Um, I love you so much. I appreciate everything you do for my children, everything you do for me. Um, that unconditional you ha- love you have for us, and que sea Dios dándote la fuerza para seguir adelante, dándote todo lo que tu corazón desea. Um, I hope I'm what you expected of a husband and a dad of your children. And I love you till the end and beyond. And for my mom, I call my mom my niña. Shout out to my mama. Um, all the esfuerzo, all the love, all the hard times all the disciplining that she gave me have made me into the man that I am today. Um, that hard work, the ethic that 
that work ethic that you instilled in me, I really appreciate it. Um, that tough love that I needed sometimes as well, I appreciate that. Um, all the sacrifices you made, everything you've done for myself and my siblings, um, the long hours, the long days, the long weeks, the long months, the long years. Uh, I appreciate you so much. And to my mother-in-law as well, I want to shout her out for raising such a wonderful woman, for being love, loving, kind. Um, she always, she always makes me giggle, which is not a lot of women can do. <laughs> she always makes me giggle. She makes me nervous sometimes. Um, I appreciate everything you've done as well. The love you showed us, my children, especially my wife, and that God bless you as well for everything you've done, everything you've been doing, everything you will do. And I, ho I hope nothing but the best for the women in my life. I hope God continues to use us in every way possible in church with people around us to be that, sh that light in a world full of darkness and to continue to do what he has called each and every one of us to do. And I love all three of you from the bottom of my heart. Que Dios los bendiga siempre. Amen, brother. Shout out to my moms too, man. Uh, Mama Teresa Ana. <laughs> Ana Teresa. Mama <laughs> Tere. Hermana Tere, man. Shout out to my moms. Um, thank you, mom, for always um, loving me, right? Even when those times that I wasn't loving you, right? Thank you for loving me um, during the times of rebellion, right? During mm. the times that I was sick, during the times that um, that I was away from home, either living in Toronto, living in Sudbury, or living in Windsor. Thank you for, for always praying for me for always trying to uh, um, support me in, in, in direct ways and in indirect ways, right? Thank you for doing things for me that I see, things that I don't see, right? Thank you for thinking about me when, um, when, when I probably didn't even deserve it. Forgive me um, for the times that I gave you uh, tough times, right? Forgive me for, for keeping you up all night on those days that I'd be out all night not coming home either the day of or the next day forgive me for the tough times that i placed in you whether it be emotionally uh, forgive me for the times that um that maybe i was not a really good son to you right uh, but i want to thank you because despite all that um your love never really went away being your son being your youngest son uh that's one thing I can for sure guarantee that that was something that I never felt that um, that was ever less of anything. That your love for me, I was always able to see it, always able to hear it. You were so good trying to, you know, ask me how I was doing and, and you knew when I wasn't feeling good or, or I was upset or I was mad or I was sad. But I wasn't really good to express myself to you. So I thank you for always trying to check in and ask me that. Even though, yes, I wasn't doing too well, but... I still wasn't able to really express that. I just kept it all in. But I thank you still for checking in on me. I thank you for all your forgiveness that you have for me as well. I thank you for still loving me as you did when I was a little kid. I thank you for all those special times that we have now that we get to 
uh, be in a different mindset where I can actually um, have better conversations with you, laugh with you, giggle with you, have a little inside jokes kind of thing. Have moments where we can now, I can now help you out in the house as well, where it's not just you doing everything in the home, where I can help you out with the chores, with the laundry, with the lawn, with the maintenance of the home and all that, that you can have confidence in me and confide in me that I can support you in that way. I thank you for um, things that you have taught me, things that um, I've learned and realized that um, in life, um, lessons that um, you can't get in school or you can't get in church, but you provide those kind of personal lessons for me that, once again, whether it be directly or indirectly, that I get to learn that are so valuable in this life. Right? Uh, thank you for uh, teaching me ways that um, to be a better human being, uh, be a better person, be a better man. Thank you for <laughs> being blunt and being very direct at times where, although at the time that I think like, man, that it was harsh, but uh, it was stuff that I needed to hear. Mm. Thank you for like not being around the bush in those moments where I needed to hear that stuff at that time out. So much to thank for moms and uh, I love you so much and I thank you so much and I give glory to God that you are my mom. Bless up. Shout out to all the moms out there. Shout out to all the moms. All man. the sacrifices each and one of you have done for us as children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that love, like you said, unconditional love, that only comes from the man above, who we should always give the honor and the glory to. Amen. We have, I know we have two uh, God-fearing mothers in our lives. We have, I have a wife, a God-fearing wife, a God-fearing mother-in-law, and, you know, our moms know each other. Our moms <laughs> yeah. have good rapport. And you know. your mother-in-law knows our mother-in-law. And mother-in-law, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all know each other. We yeah. all go way back. And, you know, shout out to all the moms out there yes on their sir. special day. And yes, sir. God keep blessing each and every one of you. God help us to understand that love that you have for us. Mm-hmm. And that love that only comes from God himself. Amen. Any last words? Yeah, everyone out there, make sure that you say I love you to your mom. Mm. Rather give her a call if you're at distance or whatnot. Do it in person, right? Hug your mama. Hug your mom, yes. Give your mom a nice, long-lasting hug. And hopefully that would be the start because moms always love hugs from their children. Tell your mom that you love her. If you haven't done it, do it. Yes. Say, I love you. It goes a long way, trust me. Even if you're not comfortable with it. Just write on your phone, I love you, and then show it to her. <laughs> yeah, man. Whatever way. Whatever it takes. Whatever man. it takes, man. Say it. Remember, life is, life is short. <laughs> don't, take, don't take your parents for granted. Don't mm-hmm. take your friends for granted. Don't take your brothers, your sisters for granted. Yes, sir. Your kids for granted. Live each life. Each, live each day as if it was your last. Mm-hmm. And remember, above all things, God bless you, everybody.